2: What's up? Sports Talk Mississippi across the Magnolia State and points beyond, wherever you're listening. However you're listening, thanks for joining us, Richard Cross and Michael Borky. Hey Dad has abandoned us for the big city of New York, although, assuming everything works as it's supposed to, he will be back with us on Monday as Mississippi State rolls back into a game week. It is a game weekend in Oxford so much talk about attendance throughout the course of the day. Borky, I was telling you just a second ago before the show started, if traffic and people out and about in and around downtown is any indication, it'll be a good crowd tomorrow for all this and Arkansas for an 11 a.m. kickoff at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Sports Talk Mississippi brought to you Every single day, right here on Super Talk Mississippi, we're coming to you live from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Maybe you're a Mississippi State fan with the uh, the weekend off, and you're thinking, "What should I do?" Well, you could slip down the road to Pearl River Resort, catch a little golf in the morning, maybe scoot over to the sports book at Timeout Lounge, and have yourself a weekend. Pearl River Resort. Dot com. You want to be part of the conversation, hit us up on the Ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why Ceasefire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark. Free with any Ceasefire wireless play and learn more at ceasefire.com slash Bark. Michael Borky, what's up? Oh, man, feeling good. Feeling good. Uh, I got a confession, though. So I, I'm a bit of a hypocrite because I give hey ad crap. When he doesn't watch Monday Night Football as a sports radio personality, I I did watch football last night. Okay, I didn't watch a single pitch of baseball, not one pitch, not one swing, not one out. Boring last night. At least that's what the scoreboard tells me. I was watching uh, the Seattle Highlighters lose to the Rams last night at home. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, DK had a big day though so uh good for him. a couple of touchdown catches for DK Metcalf last night. somebody said yesterday and they're so right the Seahawks never play a normal football game ever. every Seahawks game is weird like the double punt both quarterbacks dislocating fingers and then just on camera popping them right back in like that's just that's a Seahawks game every have time you ever they had play that happen yes I have it's brutal. Have I told you my dislocated finger story? I think you have, but I don't remember, so why not tell it again? Ole Miss was playing Cal two years ago. Chase Garbers was the quarterback for Cal. You remember that game? I Ole do. Miss tried to John Rice Plumbly came in at the end, tried to make it interesting at the end, didn't score. Cal won. They won both in the series. Chase Garbers is throwing one away on the sideline. I'm standing there with a microphone in one hand, and the ball comes in my general direction, and instinctively, what do you do when a football is coming at you? You 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 stick out your hand, you try to catch it. Well, it was kind of a half-hearted effort? I stuck out, uh, stuck one hand out, and the ball tipped off my middle finger, and I was like, "Ow!" So it didn't knock it completely out of out of joint, but it hurt, and I was kind of shaking it. And later, I was walking down toward the end zone, and I bumped, just like barely bumped into the end zone pad with my hand, and all of a sudden, I looked down, and my middle finger is forty-five degrees. In the direction that it's not supposed to go, it's like popped out to uh, to the side, and so I just kind of looked at it. I was like, "That's gonna hurt," and popped it back into place, and it hurt for a while. But I can certainly see how it would be difficult to throw a football at the level of an NFL game with a dislocated middle finger. Yeah, and they still did it. I, I am. Uh, I know it's Twitter, and Twitter's not the best place of. Or, or to gauge sanity. But I saw a lot of Stafford slander last night. Oh, he's no better than golf. Okay. He threw for 365 on the road in Seattle with a dislocated finger. His team is now 4 and 1, and that's your takeaway is that he's no better than golf? I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you on that front. I mean, come on. He he had a slow start yesterday and
3: closed really well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, and that's a good win for LA and they're kind of in control and boy, Seattle is in a world of hurt in that division out on the uh, the west coast as well. It was a, okay, you're your, uh, your USA World Cup qualifier, but I am just we're, we're doing the confession thing. I don't even know the final score. Oh, that's all right. That you know, not everybody's interested to each their yeah, own. no, but, but but it's not that it's not that I hate it. It's just like there was so much other stuff going on. And I was trying to figure, finish up a couple of projects at the house. We got some company coming in this weekend. And there's like been some cleanup stuff and some yard stuff and some pressure washing stuff. And I was just, I was like, I just didn't have time for everything last night. Give me some good news. Yeah, we won. Uh, yeah, but, USA, go USA. So Jamaica, going into the game, their strategy clearly was to it, think of it like college baseball. In your SEC series, you want to salvage one on the road and win at home, right? You win two at home, you salvage one on the road, you're a regional host. That's the general sentiment. Go. Same yeah. thing like this. Jamaica wanted to just go on – when you're on the road in these World Cup qualifiers, tie on the road, win at home, and you're making the World Cup. Jamaica okay. last night, I forget what they kept calling it, but it was essentially, you're not going to score on us. We're not going to try to score, but there are going to be – we'll have so one it, guy up it top. It the, the park the bus defense. Yes. And so in the first half, it was kind of a slog. And there were a couple of scoring opportunities that should have been red cards for Jamaica that weren't called. Uh, but So it was a, a weird you 0-0 know, zero, zero half, but Jamaica was literally keeping nine guys between the ball, not counting the goalie and the goal. Just, you're not yeah. going to score on us. We're going to tie this game and get out of here. And then the guy I told you about yesterday, Ricardo Pepe, great name, 18-year-old hey. phenom, uh, scored twice. And honestly, it could have been four or five in the second half, too. We took him out because we have a game on Sunday in Panama. So, you know, kind of a rest the starter situation. Once we got two goals up, game was in control, it was over. So he was taken out. And his replacement whiffed on what would have been just easy goals if he were in the game. So mm-hmm. it could have been four or five, nothing. It was a great night, good, comfortable win and now we're on top of uh, of the group in world cup qualifying. So, all right, so 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 here's kind of what happened last night. Houston beats the White Sox 6 to 1. That was yesterday afternoon while we were on the air. Tampa Bay including a stolen home play which is that's never not cool when it happens. When a major league baseball player steals home, that's awesome. When it happens in a playoff game, it's even cooler. Tampa Bay beats Boston 5-0. <laughs> Sorry, soccer. They beat Boston 5 zip last night to uh, to go up 1-0 in the best-of-five series. College football, you had Coastal Carolina in Jonesboro. No trouble for the Chanticleers, winning 52-20. to They cover with ease against the Red Wolves. Houston beats Tulane 40-22. to Houston had a commanding early lead. Tulane came back. They went ahead 22-17, and then they got outscored 23 to nothing in the second half. Disappointing loss. Tulane falls to five and one. I'm sorry, Tulane falls to one and five on the year. Houston has now won five games in a row. Houston is a team that um, could be a bit of a fly in the ointment when it is all said and done. They've got a very manageable schedule over the next few weeks. We'll keep an eye on that. Kind of a, a cool game in the American with Houston and SMU coming up in it's either two weeks or three weeks. And the Rams win 26-17 over Seattle. The United States wins against uh, Jamaica. No, yes, against Jamaica in the uh, World Cup qualifier. So it was a busy Thursday night. Now you got more football coming up tonight. Undefeated and nationally relevant Cincinnati hosting Temple. Cincinnati got to avoid a letdown shouldn't be an issue, although Temple did beat Memphis last week. That game is at six on ESPNU. Charlotte is at FIU. That's at six on CBS Sports Network. And then a really interesting game in the Pac-12. 930 Central Time kickoff on ESPN. Stanford at Arizona State. Arizona State, big favorite in this game. Like surprisingly big. I think it's at 13. Stanford is they're only three and two. They've been pretty good this year under David Shaw. They did beat Oregon. They did beat Oregon. In front of about 6,500 people at Stanford Stadium. But yeah, they did beat Oregon. And they don't have any attendance restrictions in place. There was just nobody there. Yeah, I mean, the thing about Stanford is they've never had attendance issues. They've just never had it. You know, it's not like, well, look at Stanford, the downward trend in attendance. No, it's they're, they're kind of right where they've always been. Yeah, the COVID year was not necessarily an anomaly on the farm for uh, for Stanford. No, nobody cares out there. Yep, you do have a game going on right now: AL Division Series. White Sox up four-two on the Houston Astros. That is in the bottom of the fifth inning. A big baseball day. Braves and the Milwaukee Brewers. First pitch coming up in about twenty minutes in Milwaukee. Boston and Tampa Bay game two tonight 602 and how cool is Dodgers Giants 837 on TBS first pitch for that ball game again uh huge rivals don't like each other 107 wins for San Francisco in the regular season 106 for LSU I'm sorry I was reading a a, a story on the side that was popping up 106 for Los Angeles in the regular season. That should be a fun series. And also, apparently, fall baseball happening at Pete Taylor Park in Hattiesburg. Got a message that says, forget Southern Miss football. Thankfully, fall baseball season is here. Walking into Pete Taylor Park to watch baseball as I type. First pitch coming up at 4 o'clock. Just getting started with you. We are loaded on this Friday, Sports Talk Mississippi.
4: from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, you can call them at 601-605-4443. We are seeing heavy congestion southbound on 49 from the turn at Old 49 until you get down past Harper. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent so far this afternoon. Buckle up, drive safe, enjoy your weekend. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call
5: 601-353-5217. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at capitaldentalinc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast
6: Jackson on Lakeland Drive. You wanted it, and it's back. Vicary Auctions is returning to the coast for the 25th anniversary of Cruising the Coast. Four full days of auctioning bliss. Mustangs, Kudas, chevelle's woody wagons all for sale at the carry auction october 6th through the 9th hundreds of the finest collector cars are expected to cross the auction block and over 700 memorabilia items offered the carry auction has something for,
7: for everyone. everyone to
6: register or get a sneak peek visit the this is brent calloway since
7: 1954 Callaways has been family owned and operated located in Gludstadt, just south of germantown high ready for fall Callaway's has everything you need, from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins and wheat straw, to trees, shrubs, soils and mulches. Callaway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaways offers landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaways in Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaways is. Callaways
8: is. Everything for home and garden. That's what Callaways
9: is.
4: Join middays with Gerard Gibbert Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Sponsored by the Road. Your destination for fine
7: men's clothing.
1: where mississippi comes to talk middays with gerard Gibberts, weekdays here on super talk mississippi
3: i listen to that work that
1: work sports talk mississippi sports talk mississippi on super talk mississippi did you get that memo
3: yes
12: sir
2: a lot, but with where they have the Alabama band tucked kind of up in the corner in the stadium, I didn't like to leave Bryant-Denny with Yay Alabama ringing in my ears. That's um, good to know. Dixieland Delight was as good as advertised. What was it like to hear a good crowd again? It was awesome. It was loud last week, too. It was really, really cool. Like, spectacular. I've told you before, Borky, I've said this. I even said it in the pregame show last week. Um, my absolute favorite moment, you know, there are a lot of cool things about being on the field, on the sidelines during a college football game, especially in the SEC, but there's nothing like walking out to midfield and having, you know, 30 seconds before the referee starts talking and trying to kind of describe the scene and just looking around and everywhere you look, there are people. Teams have made their way on the field. You're kind of dodging the teams as they run out onto the field and just kind of soaking it in. And it was, it was awesome. It was absolutely spectacular. And I'll be interested to see – I alluded to this a second ago. For all the talk about attendance this week, we've talked about it, other people have talked about it, message boards, group text, social media, et cetera – Everybody's like, oh, Ole Miss is trying to push for a sellout. game's probably not going to be sold out tomorrow. I mean, unless there's just a massive walk-up. But there's going to be somewhere between fifty-seven and 60,000 people inside a 64,000-seat stadium. It's going to be a good crowd. It's going to be a good environment. And it'll be the first time in a long time that Vaught-Hemingway has, um, has felt like that. It's going to be really cool.
3: Yeah, there, there weren't
2: many environments in the three years prior to COVID either. No. I mean, maybe an LSU game, maybe an Egg Bowl where it was you know mostly full. and, and But even then, the buildup to the game was just, oh, it's a football game and we're supposed to go and we're supposed to be excited, and as a result, here we are. Like, there's genuine excitement about this game. There should be. And I think there's a little bit of trepidation that goes along with this game as well. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if there should be or not. I, I wonder. I wonder if that feeling exists on both sides. You know, Arkansas was flying high before they just got punched in the mouth last week with the wins over Texas and Texas A&M, and then all of a sudden, kind of comes back to reality a little bit, getting beat thirty-seven nothing last week. Ole Miss. Off to a really good start. Open date going into Alabama, a lot of optimism going into that ball game, and then boom, punched in the mouth, down twenty-eight nothing, and kind of comes back to reality a little bit. So I, I tend to think we were talking with Chuck Barrett from the Arkansas radio network yesterday, their play-by-play voice, and and he pointed out, and deservedly so, the stakes are high in two directions. One, the winner of this game. Given the remaining schedule for both teams, obviously Arkansas still has Alabama to deal with. Ole Miss does not, and Ole Miss does not play Georgia. You, you look at the remainder of the schedule, and you got a chance to win a lot of ballgames the rest of the way. The winner of this game puts itself in a great position for not a good, but for a great bowl game. Possibly an access bowl?
3: Yeah, that's Certainly definitely affordable. still
2: within reach, uh, the access bowl component of this, because presumably is going to lose again. Yeah, because they still have Georgia on the schedule. They do. Uh,
3: no, there's a real they still chance have
2: LSU. And you know the way they've looked against Kentucky, Florida's obviously beatable by
3: more than just Georgia, who's upcoming. Yeah, you're right. So there, there's a shot still at the Sugar Bowl on the line here, because I think Alabama and
2: Georgia are both going to play in the playoffs. So number three in the SEC is playing in the Sugar Bowl this year. That matters. You're right. you got to win, though. It absolutely matters. you got to win, though. I mean, it's a huge game for both. Uh, I and, mean, and, Well, and the flip side of the thing is the loser of this game, after getting off to a 4-0 start for Arkansas and a 3-0 start for Ole Miss, is going to have two losses and is going to be 0-2 in conference play and now has a hole to dig out of and some self-doubt to deal with, and you start looking at the games on your schedule, and you're like, yeah, I mean, you can win those, but... You can also lose those. So, yes, stakes are really, really high. The stakes are not only high, though, in, in Oxford tomorrow for Ole Miss and Arkansas. you got some really good games when you look at the top 25 across the country this year. I mentioned Stanford and Arizona State coming up tonight. It's a big one in the Pac-12. Red River tomorrow, Fair part. Cotton Bowl Stadium, the whole deal, OU in Texas. Why do they play that game at 11 a.m. local time? Tradition. Yeah, tradition is tradition. dumb, though. If it's this, I mean, we've got lights in stadiums now. Why is it dumb, though? What's wrong with having an 11 a.m. kickoff? It's not like they don't fill it up. It's not like the atmosphere is not great. I mean, I know you're in you know, the, the older years of your life, but football games are more fun when you can do stuff before them. You know, go to a tailgate, have a few drinks. Yeah, but have no, your you, you have your pregame meal not be breakfast. You know, but when you can walk out of that ballpark and you know, ten minutes later be knocking back a fried Snickers right before you get on the uh, tilt a whirl. Oh, oh gosh, I would vomit. It's the Texas State oh, Fair, baby. Oh, could you imagine those two things happening in succession? No thanks. What are you gonna do? Uh, well, the uh, the Longhorns just won to celebrate. I think I'll have a deep fried Snickers, have a uh, a stick of deep fried butter, and then I'll go see how the Tilt A Whirl line looks. I wonder if
3: it, <laughs> if it
2: affects attendance of the fair though. Like after after my team loses, I don't want to do anything.
3: This, uh, the last thing I want to do is like go on a Ferris wheel and eat fried. So I just want to go home at that point. Like, duh, this day sucks now. It's ruined. But if you win, of course, you go celebrate and you're in a much better mood. I wonder if, like, if
2: they played the game later, more people would spend more of their hard earned money on deep fried candy bars. I don't think any of the entities at the Texas State Fair are struggling. Yeah, probably not. I think it's good all the way around. Plus, you got Big Tex. Did they rebuild him after he burned? I don't know. We should play the Egg Bowl during the Mississippi State Fair. You can go watch football and then go see Smash Mouth. Uh that's uh that's an idea. <laughs> that is an idea. All right, C-Spire text line. you guys are lighting it up. John and McComb says Ole Miss had a little over sixty six thousand for the Bama game in twenty sixteen. I'll have to go back and double check that. Since it was a two thirty game, eleven A.M. games are hard on Ole Miss and state fans. That's from John and McComb. I agree that eleven A.M. games are hard. Uh there were other reasons though that Ole Miss and Alabama had 66,000 in Oxford in 2016. And it had something to do with the fact that Ole Miss had won that game two years in a row. Well, And Alabama travels well. I mean, unless unless Arkansas has a great... Usually, see, I used to get on here all the time, and I do it on Twitter too. The whole fans wear a certain color thing, it's a mind-blowing concept because they're asking all of the fans at Ole Miss tomorrow to wear blue. Well, Arkansas used to travel really well. I've been to an Ole Miss-Arkansas game where Arkansas brought, what, five figures of people? seven to 10,000 people. And because the the Ole Miss fans were wearing blue, you could see exactly where the Arkansas fans were. Uh, Blend at home, stand out on the road. It's an easy concept. When Auburn's in town, you wear blue. When Arkansas's in town, you wear red. When Alabama's in town, you wear red. It's not that hard. But it's not going to make a difference tomorrow. Unless they have some great walk-up crowd, Arkansas's bringing relative to what they used to nobody yeah, be 3, 2500 3000 Arkansas That's fans nothing there when it's all compared I to will what they say, used to as the husband of a uh, of a women's clothier in oxford i'm all for the wear a different color to each ball game <laughs> you no know, but i am fine with the <laughs> different colors says, yeah, it's, a- it's just adjust the colors I, I mean in state should do the same thing you, you yeah. blend it home you stand out on the road when you're going to tuscaloosa it's blue When you're hosting Alabama, it's red. When you're in Fayetteville, it's blue. When you're hosting Arkansas, it's red. When you're going to Auburn, it's red. When they're coming to you, it's blue. It's so easy. You blend everybody so on television and otherwise, it looks like everybody is a fan of your team. You don't let the visitors stand out. And with Tennessee, you're just kind of screwed either way because that orange stands out like a highlighter. Yeah, it just kind of stands out, although they're going to wear black this weekend. Go figure. Uh, C Spire text line Night games are definitely better and cooler It's usually better for the atmosphere And it's going to be Look, the weather this weekend is spectacular Except for the fact that the high temperature tomorrow is 86 Come on October Come on October, we're ready for you Come on, October. It's still pretty great, though. What will the kickoff temperature be? Like 79? 78, yeah. yeah. It won't be bad at all. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, Bradley and Marietta. I'll take Texas, Iowa, and Ole Miss on a three-play parlay. Hail State, he says. Hey, I like that. Evan says beer and eggs, borky early games rock. Jeff says, Michael, I prefer night games as well, but barbecue still tastes good at 9 a.m. Ooh, a little barbecue biscuit. Oh, man. Yes,
3: sir. Get uh, a fried egg, like a sunny-side-up egg, Ooh, yeah. on top of a brisket. Yeah.
2: Tom and Carthage says they should call it the twirl and hurl. Uh, Mississippi State Fair's first Monday compared to the Texas State Fair. Yeah, it's a little different atmosphere. Uh, Richard, that's a good capitalist attitude. I'm for it. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back.
10: Thank <laughs> you. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions for your finally Friday, high near 89. Tonight, clear skies, low around 65. Your Saturday brings sunny conditions, high near 90 degrees. Saturday evening, partly cloudy, low around 66. Your Sunday, sunny conditions, high near 89. And for your Monday, mostly sunny, high near 87. This weather brought to you by No-Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No-Drip difference is all about. No-Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus for free auto battery testing and
13: free installation, too, on most vehicles at most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details.
14: Big Pop invites you to the Capital City Gun Show this weekend. Saturday, October 9th. Show hours will be 9 to 5. Sunday, October 10th. Show hours will be 10 to 5. There'll be plenty of buying, selling, trading, gun appraisals. All federal, state, local laws must apply. And this fall, we are adding football to the big screen to see. I-55 South, Elton Road exit at the Wahhabi Shrine Temple. Adult admissions, $8. Kids, 6 to 11, $2. See y'all this weekend at the Capital City Gun Show.
0: When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee
2: so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind.
1: We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7
2: days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Rotorooter, rooter 601
15: 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call rooter
9: that's the name. And a winkle travels down the drain. Roto-Rooter.
5: I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. During a recent interview on the conservative leaning outlet Newsmax, Governor Tate Reeves criticized President Biden's border policies after touting reduced border crossings during the Trump administration.
11: The the new president comes in and literally since that time, 1.3 million illegal immigrants have crossed the southern border. And this administration has basically done absolutely nothing about it.
5: On social media, Reeves said that if President Biden was a cartel member, he'd be the employee of the year. For more on this story, visit supertalk.fm. And two juveniles have been arrested for making threats against a North Mississippi high school. Officials say the unnamed suspects were charged following an investigation into threats of violence made at Olive Branch High School Thursday. It's unclear if they were credible, but the two suspects have been charged with making terroristic threats. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News.
15: Hey, this is Stephen with Americans for Prosperity, Mississippi. Do you know how your legislators really voted on the issues that impact you and your family every day? Often, our elected officials campaign on defending your rights and liberties, yet they vote for special interest and irresponsible policies. See how your legislators voted at ScorecardMS.com to hold them accountable and encourage them to continue advancing the cause of liberty in Mississippi. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity. When
3: it comes to your business IT solutions...
1: Okay, what we do
7: next? Keep
16: it
1: moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888 808 8637 on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Here in Super Talk Mississippi, has you covered? You can catch a local game on just about every Super Talk Mississippi station across the state. Plus, you can stream tons of games and get up to the minute scores from across the Magnolia State by going to Supertalk.fm slash high school or by clicking on sports on the Super Talk Mississippi app and be sure to check out the scoreboard preview show hosted by Will East. Fridays at 6 p.m., immediately after Sports Talk, Mississippi. And then to wrap up your Friday night starting at 10 o'clock, it's the Farm Bureau Insurance Company Scoreboard Show right here on Super Talk, Mississippi. And with that, we welcome in the aforementioned Will East and Stephen Gagliano uh, Stephen Gagliano, who hosts the Scoreboard show. Boys, happy Friday. It is getting real.
0: On the high school gridiron. It is the middle of the season. Yes. For some teams, it's past the middle. That's crazy Too to fast. think that we're already at this point. Week yeah. 8.
5: Too fast. <laughs> Absolutely. It's Would been a great...
3: Stop it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm trying to speed up time here. Gags, it's... are you rocking an Atlanta Braves shirt today? I am, and it just so happens that this segment coincides with first pitch, and uh, admittedly, <laughs> so, I do have sorry, it on in bud. my office. That's
2: okay. It's, it's a long game, so we've got time. There you go. Uh, let's just take our time then as we walk through uh, what's happening. Well, let's start with what is coming up tonight on the uh, scoreboard preview show at
0: 6 o'clock. We're going to be talking about this Tupelo startable game. Uh, I think Ooh. it's the most important game of the night for several reasons. It's just so dang interesting. You've got Tupelo, a team that was unbeaten going into last week. They got blown out by Oxford. Just could not tackle. They could not tackle Oxford. But Tupelo is, I think, a fundamentally a, a good team steal. Uh, and with one loss, you think, well, that's just one loss in the region. That's that's not going to hurt us that much. Well, in Region 2, it does. Uh, they've got their backs against the wall with just that one loss, believe it or not, because Region 2 is so stacked. Starvel on the other hand, if, I, if I've if i got to go to a game, tonight, if I could pick any game, it's a Starvel game because the last three weeks – they have had fourth, last-minute fourth-quarter drives to win the game. They beat Louisville, defending 4A state champs, on an 80-yard last-minute drive. They yep. turned around and beat Madison Central. They were getting blown out at halftime in that game. They came back, tied it up in a last-minute fourth-quarter drive, and they won the game. And then last week against Clinton, they did the exact same thing. <laughs> How fun is that?
2: It, uh, I don't know if it's good for the heart rate for head coaches. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, you mentioned the Tupelo deal a second ago. Not only issues tackling, but, but couldn't get it going offensively, which kind of, you know, that was like harkened to week one against Lafayette when they yeah. had the low scoring yeah. game. Oxford threw three interceptions in that game and Tupelo wasn't able to capitalize. Maybe the Oxford defense coming around a little bit. You have, will, since the beginning of the season, really even going back into the summer, talked about the difficulty of that particular region, Region 2 in
0: 6A, and it appears to be kind of uh, living up to the hype. Yeah, I'll give you another example. Uh, Clinton, a team that was had high expectations coming into this season, they ended up losing the first game of the season in double overtime to Ocean Springs. Ocean Springs is undefeated. They're in Region Four. They're doing really well. In fact, they won last night over Biloxi, thirty-five to zero. Five more touchdowns for Bray Hubbard. Really, one of the state's best players. Yeah.
2: Jeez. But how many total now?
5: Ooh, I'd have uh, to find that, but it's it's probably around thirty, I'd say by
0: this point. Yeah. Wow. He, he's accounted for almost all their points it's amazing <laughs> but Clinton is a is a really good team and they lost last week against Startville in just one loss and they're already they're in must win situation uh because they have to face Madison Central tonight. oh and by the way they've still got to face teams like Oxford uh they've got to face Germantown who even though they're struggling that's a really good team so even though you only have one loss it, you know your backs up against the wall.
2: All right, so that's some of what you're going to hear about tonight on the uh, Scoreboard Preview Show that begins at 6 o'clock. Obviously, we've got the full recap of all the games across the state. Let's talk about the games that are interesting. Will just mentioned uh, that game between Starful and Tupelo. Steven, give us the rundown, and uh, let's just kind of pick some of these games and talk a little bit about them that uh, have got pretty... um, Uh, Maybe big implications at the halfway point of the year.
5: Yeah, let's do it. So the game, obviously, other than Starkville and Tupelo, that that I think is the game of the night anywhere. I'll drop down to 5A and give you Neshoba Central at Ridgeland. I think these are two teams that lost really key pieces of their offense a year ago but have shown the ability to kind of reload this year. Neshoba Central lost Jarquez Hunter, who's at Auburn. Ridgeland lost.
2: And has been great, by the way. Yeah, Yeah,
5: making real contributions. A couple weeks ago, he had the longest uh, rushing touchdown in Auburn history. So you would think that that would be a a record occupied by one of the countless great running backs. Yeah, yeah. to to play Cadillac Cadillac Williams for Auburn. But uh, no, Jarquez Hunter from Neshoba Central now has that record. So... Uh, they're playing really well. Ridgeland lost uh, their quarterback. He went to to Louisiana. His name is escaping me right now. Savior. That was Evan. the receiver.
0: Oh, exactly. I uh, believe.
5: But again, that, that speaks to the point. He was a D1 talent, uh, but they were able to reload. They've got their quarterback Thomas Dyes and Aiden Williams is another really talented receiver at Ridgeland. So that's probably my game of the night and. I could actually go to that one. Will, you said if you can go to any game, but we're not near Starkville right now. We, we're near Ridgeland here in the. That, that would be studio. a good one
0: because last year, these those two teams played twice. They played once in the regular season, they played again in the playoffs. Now, Ridgeland won both of those games last year. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it was the exact same score both times. It was in the 30s each it time. It was like right? 30 to 35? 29, something like okay. that, both times, both in the regular season and in playoffs. So that's a good one. Another game in 5A, this is in 5A South. Uh, is going to be East Central taking on Picayune. Last week, Picayune beat Van Cleve, whose head coach is Kevin Fant, by the way, 69-42. to Nice. Now, 69 points. That's a lot. How many times do you think they threw the ball in that game? (laughs) Knowing Picayune, not many. Not very many. (laughs) Three attempted passes in a game where they put up 69 points, all, all on offense. Three attempted passes... They rushed for 400 yards, had nine rushing touchdowns in that game. Picayune, they like to run the ball. <laughs> East Central is kind of similar. They're not quite as effective as uh, as Picayune is, but this has been a matchup that is kind of uh, becoming a little bit of a rivalry itself because there's so many connections there. East Central used to be a 4A team. They were a very good 4A team. They got moved up to 5A a couple of years ago. And Seth Smith, who is the head coach at East Central, His father-in-law was the head coach at Picayune, uh, Dodd Lee, who has since retired. So there's some connections going on with East Central and Picayune. And last year, East Central was one of the very few teams that could actually slow down Picayune. I think they held Picayune to just 14 points, which was doing a lot last year. Uh, So this is becoming something of a rivalry game, Picayune and East Central. All right, so last week we talked about a
2: big game on the coast. It was the Iberville and who? Ocean Springs. The Iberville, Ocean Springs. How did that one shake out?
0: Ocean Springs. Blowout. Uh, so Ocean, they're still rocking along. Ocean Springs, like I said, they beat uh, Biloxi last night 35-0, to and we mentioned Bray Hubbard, but they've also got a running back by the name of David Humphreys. He doesn't get the ball into the end zone, but he gets it all the <laughs> way up to the end zone and lets Bray Hubbard take it from there because last <laughs> night he had 230 <laughs> rushing yards.
5: Yeah, that was a game last week that I was really looking forward to kind of recapping once the show started. I figured it was going to be this great, close game, and then I looked on Twitter, and it was already like 28 nothing. Ocean Springs. <laughs> you know,
0: we haven't had, we've talked about this many times, we haven't had many Coast 6A teams go right. very deep in the playoffs. And I, I don't want to jinx them because I don't want to jinx them, but Ocean Springs so far, <laughs> knock on wood for them, they look the part. Uh
2: in terms of rivalry games West Jones South Jones is is that one that that kind of grabs your attention a little bit I think there's some other rivalries for West Jones that maybe are a little higher up the list but when you have two teams from the same county
5: yeah yeah it it is for sure a rivalry game and it's interesting every week when Luke Johnson super Talk's own Luke Johnson calls in talking about West Jones it seems like a couple other fan bases are always kind of chirping West Jones so i I do think they have a lot of rivals out there somehow but uh, but yeah South Jones anytime you have one of these kind of same name games I, I think it carries some weight and West
0: Jones the thing on them is they gave up their defense gave up zero points uh, zero points. In the month of September, zero. That's none. Now they did allow two points, but that was on offense. Obviously, it was a, uh, a safety. But they had three shutouts and a game where the they only allowed. Uh, I think they allowed, what, 28 points against Madison Central to open up the season. Other than that, nobody scored on them. So Wes Jones... And they were down several key players on defense in that game. Wes Jones is looking the part. They're the defending 5A state champs. And right now, it's going to be them and Picayune in the south part of 5A, I believe. All right. We'll, uh, we'll
2: talk a few, about a few more games and a few more storylines on this Friday night, the second Friday night of the month of October just kind of taking a peek at the, uh, the long-range forecast, it may start to feel like football next Friday night. Hopefully. We'll cross our fingers. Not to say we won't get another hot snap, but uh, it be a little warm in some places tonight. Richard Cross and Michael Borky with you, along with Will East and Stephen Gagliano. We're talking high school football in the state of Mississippi. Take a quick timeout and be right back. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and online at supertalktv.com.
4: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area, call them at 601-605-4443. So seeing heavy congestion, uh, mostly due to construction southbound on 49 in Richland from Old 49 down past Harper, and seeing delays starting to mount up 20 westbound on the stack out to exit 44. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217.
17: Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated, located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Callaway's has everything you need, from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw, to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Callaway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes. As in town, Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the south. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's Office Landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Cowling Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's
8: is, is everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's.
6: Hello here with a special invitation to join us weekday mornings 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi.
8: Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Yes.
1: Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: October is National Pork Month. This year, pork has seen a dramatic increase in retail sales as people have cooked at home and tried new recipes. From cooking up some exciting new flavors to learning about America's pork farms, check out pork.org slash real dash pork. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Will East, Stephen Gagliano with you on... This Friday afternoon, rolling into a Friday night of high school football across the Magnolia state. We've been bouncing around some of the games that are happening across the state of Mississippi that have got significance, that have got importance. How closely at this point, guys, are we to eliminating teams from the playoff chase slash kind of circling teams and saying, yes, they are going to be part of the, uh, part of the tournament at the end of the year?
5: I think we're still pretty far away from that, I think. I think a lot of, you have a lot of log jams right now, especially, you know, we mentioned Region 2 of 6A. You've got teams that are still undefeated and then other contenders still just with one loss. Uh, so I, I do think that you've got a few weeks here before you can really start to, to
0: clearly define who those teams are. But you can see that there are some teams that have done really well, who have a very difficult schedule in front of them. Uh, I'll give you an example. Harrison Central and uh, Region 4 of 6A, they're undefeated right now. Nobody's talking about them, partly because they still have to play Diaverville. They still have to play Ocean Springs. I think they even still have to play Hancock. Uh, so you've got a lot of teams like that. And you've got teams like like I mentioned Clinton, who just have one um, loss in the in regional play, but looking at their schedule ahead of them, it's very difficult. They got Madison Central tonight. Uh, they'll still have to face, I think, Germantown. Uh, they'll still have to face Oxford. Those are the Tupelo is another one that kind of falls into that that range. Uh, those are the ones that uh, have a difficult road ahead of them. And then you've got some teams like in the north part of the state in Region One of Six A with South Panola. South Panola beat South Haven last night, fourteen to six. Looking at the rest of South Panola's schedule. I, I don't know if they're going to have another challenge on the board. Uh, maybe DeSoto Central? South Haven right now in Region 1 of
5: 6A is the only other team above 500.
0: Yeah, so. that, that's what I'm saying. Yep. It's, it's kind of crazy the way that it stacks up. So some regions, you still got to have some teams uh, lose here, win there to kind of flesh things out. But some, you can kind of see where it's going. Really interesting storyline developing in and around
2: Greenville Christian. So they have been one of the you know, the the stories of high school football for the last two years in the state of Mississippi, a perennially frankly, bad program uh-huh. that took a dramatic turn when there were so many schools in the Delta that canceled football, had a number of kids that transferred in that have stayed at Greenville Christian and has turned that into a powerhouse. They've got the win against Oak Grove. That was a game that was scheduled last minute because of a cancellation. And then you hear the story this week of opponents backing out. They've had three opponents this year who've said, yep, yeah, we're, we're not going to play. And they're kind of blaming it on player safety and, and whatnot. And, and I'm sure there's an element there, but it's also we don't want to get our face smashed by this juggernaut. There is an opportunity for Greenville Christian if they can kind of raise the money to do so to travel to, uh, what, suburban Washington DC next week, or in a couple of weeks to, uh, to play against Georgetown prep, which is a top 10 team nationally. Georgetown prep has agreed to pay $10,000 toward travel expenses, but that's not going to cover the entirety of the cost of the trip. So they're trying to figure out if they're going to be able to play. They want to. It, it really is an interesting story. That would
5: that would be a really yeah. awesome story for this program. Again, you said not a lot of success in the past necessarily, but a chance to capitalize on on what they've got going on right now. How good DJ Smith is, and you know a, a ton of other players they've got. A Mississippi State commit on defense, a Southern Miss commit at wide receiver, I believe. So just a, a really powerful team, and I think a really cool opportunity for them if they can can kind of raise this money to, to play that game. But like you said, Richard, tonight their game against a, a team from Tennessee that's I think 1-5, in five, I think they kind of went the player safety route, quote-unquote, rather than having to face Greenville Christian.
0: Yeah, and people might not understand this, but Greenville Christian is in the MAIS 3A uh, classification. It is, the teams are incredibly small. Um, teams that have... And in fairness, Greenville Christian only has 34, 36 players on its roster. They just so happen to be really good. That's, <laughs> yes, that's, all, the that's 34 yeah. really, really good players. <laughs> yes, they've kind of got the cream of the crop. So uh, you see this in, in with teams that uh, when they form after consolidation, like uh, Jeff Davis County, uh, North Side's another example this year. Uh, teams that... Form after you know a couple schools consolidate, well, they get these really good players on their team and they they do really well? And that's kind of what Greenville Christian has going for them. But the teams that they're they're playing that they're scheduled to play in their region, they are you know tiny as far as the number of players and as far as you know really talented players. They just don't have as many. That's why they're doing this.
2: Yeah, certainly is a story worth uh, continuing to watch. Guys, thanks. It's going to be another fun night. Preview show coming your way right after Sports Talk Mississippi. A couple of hours from right now, Stephen Gagliano and the whole crew will be back with you tonight at 10 for the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show. Guys, enjoy the weekend. Thanks for stopping by. Yes, sir. Always. Will East and Stephen Gagliano, this is Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk in the Pearl River Resort Studios.
1: You're listening From to WFN the
7: and Norah Jackson,
1: state Supertalk, Talk Mississippi. World. Towered by You're your tree professionals Supertalk at the Rony Street Mississippi, pros, 601-345-8090. Fox News, I'm Rich Denison.
18: President Biden today expressing optimism over the nation's economy, despite the latest Labor Department report showing the country added a lower than expected 194,000 jobs last month. In September, we saw one of the largest increases
1: in average wages paid to workers, on a, a, a working Americans on record.
18: The unemployment rate has fallen to 4.8%. ISIS is claiming responsibility for today's suicide bombing at a mosque in the northern Afghanistan city of Kunduz that's killed at least 80 people. The UN says the explosion is part of a disturbing pattern of violence in Afghanistan. It's the third attack on a religious institution this week and appears to be the deadliest attack since U.S. forces left Afghanistan in August. Fox's Simon Owen in London. America's listening to Fox News. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News.
8: A couple
5: of recent cases out of Yallabusha County shows an unfortunate pattern. State Auditor Shad White tells Supertalk that they're seeing embezzlement and theft of funds that are intended for some of the neediest people in Mississippi.
4: One involved a former sheriff who is accused of embezzling funds from a program designed to help prisoners. And in the other case, we had an individual who worked at Yalabusha General Hospital, one of our rural hospitals in Mississippi, who is embezzling funds that were intended to go to things like nurses' salaries.
5: And a single shot that could prevent both the flu and COVID-19 is a possibility in the future. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky.
19: They're working on a combined vaccine. I don't think we're going to see it at this season but I know they're absolutely working on it and that would be a really welcome next step.
5: In the meantime health officials urge you to get both your flu shot and your COVID-19 vaccine
7: Don't text and drive and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation.
0: Y'all listen up. Have you seen all the litter on the sides of our roads? We need to all do our part to fight litter. Put trash in its proper place and make sure items in your truck beds are secure. Remember, trash blows. Secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road, secure your load.
5: Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith co-sponsored a bill honoring Woody Williams, the last surviving World War II Medal of Honor recipient. Speaking on the floor, the senator also honored late recipients of the honor from Mississippi
17: van thomas barfoot of edinburgh robert t henry of greenville james daniel slayton of gulfport lewis hugh wilson of brandon and jack harold lucas of hattiesburg whom i still remain friends with his family today from germany to japan these men served our nation without hesitation in the height. Of the Second World War, defending our nation, our allies, and the very principles of freedom. It fills my heart with great pride to call these late veterans my fellow Mississippians. The tributes we offer today for Mr. Williams in truth stands for our deep appreciation for all of those who fought in World War II.
5: Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk, Mississippi News.
12: Go with Tune home in team. to
8: Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson
1: 97.3. Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi.
6: Mississippi. Yeah.
2: Clock hour with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. If you want to be a part of the conversation, let's do it on the Ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Time to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited only from prepaid by Ceasefire. Get unlimited on Ceasefire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay, no credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at cspire.com slash prepaid. Let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, at Mississippi Farm Bureau. Trey Shap, one oh three point seven the buzz in Little Rock covers the Arkansas Razorbacks and a whole lot more. Kind enough to spend a few minutes with us this afternoon. Trey, happy Friday.
20: Happy Friday to you, Richard.
2: When's the last time Old Miss in Arkansas was this big? Say that again. When's the last time that it felt like this game, and and I I think it's a little earlier than traditionally it has been in the season, has felt this big, has felt this important? Or am I off? Does it not feel big and important?
20: No, it does. Um, I think the winner of this game solidifies themselves as the team that's right behind Alabama in the SEC West this year. Um, I know Ole Miss just got done playing Alabama last weekend, but uh, the winner of this game, um if it's Arkansas, Arkansas would still control its own destiny in the SEC West. Obviously, Ole Miss would have to have some help and have someone knock off Alabama um, a couple of times to get to Atlanta. Um, and, of course, they'd have to win the rest of their games. But uh, it, it's a huge game, and um, it's been a while, I think, since this game meant so much. I, I, I remember um, and Eli Manning spoke to the Little Rock Touchdown Club on Monday, and it was 20 years ago that Ole Miss, you know, had a chance um, to uh, do some some good things, and Arkansas won in seven overtimes. And then a couple of years ago, the Hunter Heave, fourth and 25. Uh, I think if Ole Miss wins that game, they go to Atlanta, correct? So uh, correct. that game was a big game. Not as much riding on it for Arkansas, but a lot riding on that game for Ole Miss that year.
2: Yeah, and I think that's kind of the way I was approaching it, where it meant as much as it does to both teams. Both got off to undefeated starts, Arkansas 4-0 with the two big wins against Texas and Texas A&M, Ole Miss 3-0, largely untested going into Alabama. And both teams take it on the chin last week, and there are a lot of people that kind of looked at that and were like, ah, here we go. But I'm not sure that here we go is the right response. Trey, I don't know how you feel about it when you look at it, But for me, it's Alabama and Georgia and it's everybody else. And there's a pretty significant gap between those two and everybody else. But after those two in the SEC, I'm not sure how much difference there is between whoever the third best team is and whoever the tenth best team
20: is. No, I think you're right. And yes, and I wholeheartedly agree with you that it is Alabama, Georgia, and it might be 1A and 1B, or Georgia might be 1 one week, and Alabama might be 2, but uh, those are definitely the two best teams, not only in the SEC, but in the country. I don't think there's anybody right now that is better than those two. And, and like you said, there is a gap, and I think it's a very significant gap. How wide is that gap? Is it as wide as the Mississippi River, or is it as wide as the Grand Canyon? Who knows, but it is a very <laughs> wide margin between – You know, Georgia, if they're two, or Alabama, if they're two, to the third-best team in the country right now. And Look, I know Penn State and Iowa play this weekend. Um, Both of those teams undefeated, but they're nowhere close to where Alabama and Georgia are.
2: Nowhere close. Uh, We were talking about it earlier today and, and talked about it yesterday a little bit with Chuck Barrett as well. In terms of the stakes of this game, the winner of this game puts themselves in a great spot for a really really good bowl game whether that's no you know the capital one bowl in florida or maybe the sugar bowl and then the loser of this game's got some pretty significant soul searching to do because all of a sudden that's two losses in a row and you started league play oh and two
20: yeah and i think well arkansas uh, well one and early one early in early arkansas's late. case yeah. Uh, yeah. right right one and two yeah Ole miss would would definitely yeah start oh and two but um, you're right because you have to think that Georgia is probably not going to lose a game on the East. And you look at Alabama, they don't look like they're going to lose a game on the West. You're going to have two undefeated teams if they hold serve playing yep. in Atlanta on Dece- you know, that first Saturday in December, December the 4th. And whoever loses that game, I don't care. They're still going to be in the top four in the country. And they're yes. going to be in the college football playoff. And so you still have to have someone represent the SEC in the Sugar Bowl, a New Year's Six Bowl game, and I think it could be the winner of this football game tomorrow. It could be Arkansas. It could be Ole Miss. Look, I think Arkansas is going to lose to Alabama. That would give them two losses. I'm not sure what Arkansas does tomorrow. I think they've got a lot to try and accomplish this week to get ready for this game because they had a little bit of their mojo hurt in the game against Georgia, and I know they were able to get six picks last year against the Rebels, they're to get, they're not going to get that this year. Um, and it was still a close game last year. So, if anything, yeah. I think the edge goes to Ole Miss tomorrow in this football game.
2: Tell me about K.J. Jefferson's health. I mean, we've talked about what K.J. Jefferson does and what he means to this team and the physical runner he, runner he is. Banged up a couple of weeks ago, didn't play much in the second half last week. That may have been because it was just kind of out of hand and Sam Pittman says, get him out. H- how healthy do we think he is?
20: Well, that's a good question, and it's one that uh, the staff has been very coy on. And he he bruised his knee against Texas A and M um, there in Jerry World on a play uh, towards the boundary. He got kind of shoved in the back, and uh, his the first thing that hit the ground was his the top of his knee. And so Coach Pittman called it a deep knee bruise uh, in that post game that he had to have some numbing cream put on it. It took a while for it to really activate and kind of help him out. Pain-wise, he did come back in that game. He did have a crucial uh, run on third down in that game to get a first down. And then, look, Georgia's defense was just all over him. They smothered him. They, they beat the offensive line uh, forwards and backwards, and they gave K.J. all kinds of fits. And then when he was able to get the ball out, receivers weren't getting good separation or there were penalties being called. And I think you're right. I think in the second half, Coach Pittman just said, Hey, look, it, it could be 60 to nothing right now. It's not. Kirby's being nice to us. Let's get the starters out. Let's save, you know, save face for another day and let's put Hornsby in there. Let him get some good experience in a tough atmosphere to play. And I think that was the game plan after they fell down so much and fell behind uh, Georgia. But I, I think KJ is, if he's not 80, 85%. Then I don't know what 80, 85% is, but he, he looks like he's at least 80 to 85, maybe even 90%. Um, mm-hmm. I do think that he had something, either a shot or something last week, um, to numb up that knee because he did come out with come, some kind of little patch um, over it, like a bandage or something, but he was not wearing a brace last week.
2: Is there an argument to be made that Traylon Burks is the best receiver in the SEC?
20: Oh, definitely. I think so. Look at some of the catches he's made. And there was a catch against Texas A&M that, Richard, I think it was centimeters, whether or not his foot was in bounds or not, uh, near the goal line, that he just went up and caught the ball and drug his feet. He's got the biggest hand. He wears a 5XL glove. And he can go up and he can catch it with one hand. Um, I mean, Ole Miss remembers Uh, Metcalf, the receiver, for, for Ole Miss, how good he was. Uh, Burks is that good of a receiver, and I think he is the best in the SEC.
2: All right, defensive side. Got a uh, got a nice attitude, uh, obviously a great scheme with Barry Odom, and it's not something where they just, this is what they do. There was this very specific game plan uh, against Matt Corral on the offense a year ago. I'm assuming they don't do exactly the same thing, but you would have to believe that the principles – or similar because of the success that they had?
20: Well, I think the blueprint is there. Now, I think Matt Corral, for the first time he saw it last year, now he's he's going to make adjustments, obviously. So yeah. what adjustments does Barry Odom make? I think that's the bigger question. And and surely, you know, there are going to be different wrinkles that they put in there. I don't see Hudson Clark going out there and getting three picks uh, uh, this year for Arkansas. because. Do you I don't think Grant Matt
2: Morgan will on. have 87 tackles again tomorrow?
20: No. No, I don't think he'll have 87, but I do think that the linebacker core. And here, here's why I don't think he'll have 87, because you got a Trey Williams and you got a John Ridgeway on that defensive line, and I think those guys will be able to put some pressure, and they might get some of those tackles that a Grant Morgan, a Bumper Pool, or a Hayden Henry might get.
6: Yeah,
2: it certainly is a uh, is a good group, and uh, a lot of buildup for this game. It, it, Tickets are such a weird thing, and people are not traveling the way they used to. Is there some juice among Arkansas fans about making this trip, or not? 11 a.m. start time, maybe not so much?
20: Well, I think eastern Arkansas, when Arkansas gets anywhere close to to eastern Arkansas, those eastern Arkansas fans want to get over here and see. So, My question is, I didn't realize that there were still tickets available for this game. It hadn't been publicized that much. And the fact that it is an early start, um, I mean, if you live in eastern Arkansas, anywhere, let's say, from Oh Brinkley East on I-40, yeah. which is about an hour outside of Little Rock, I mean, you get over here, it's a, what, two hours and 15 minutes, two hours, 30 minutes. All you got to do is leave at about 8 o'clock in the morning. You get over here in, in time to get in and watch kickoff, watch the game, and then you're back home.
2: It's certainly going to be a lot of fun. Trey, always appreciate your time. Look forward to seeing you.
20: All right, Richard. We'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Have a good one.
2: Trey App on the Farm Bureau phone line.
4: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area, call them at 601-605-4443. So seeing heavy congestion, uh, mostly due to construction southbound on 49 in Richland from Old 49 down past Harper, and seeing delays starting to mount up 20 westbound on the stack out to exit 44. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217.
9: They're coming live. Earth, Wind, and Fire. The Return. Saturday, October 16th at Brandon Amphitheater. Featuring the elements, Phil Bailey, Verdine White, and Ralph Johnson. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. There's more at EarthWindandFire.com. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment.
8: Physical Therapy and Balance, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, wants to help you fight the fall. They are offering a free, over-the-phone fall assessment screening. Now through the end of October, the assessment will be able to determine your potential fall risk. Physical of Jackson understands the importance of good balance for independent living and want you to be able to love your life. Call Physical of Jackson at 601 487 2260 today for your free over the phone fall assessment screening.
4: Join middays with Gerard Gibbert, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., sponsored by The Road, your destination for
14: fine men's clothing.
6: You wanted it, and it's back. Vicari Auctions is returning to the coast for the 25th anniversary of Cruising the Coast. Four full days of auctioning bliss: Mustangs, Cudas, Chevelles, Woody Wagons, all for sale at Vicari Auction. October 6th through the 9th. Hundreds of the finest collector cars are expected to cross the auction block. And over 700 memorabilia items offered. Vicari Auction has something for everyone. To register or get a sneak peek, visit VicariAuction.com. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf
10: Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601 790 9407.
9: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights, starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3, Super Talk Jackson.
1: I can't believe what I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: find yourself in the marching band rabbit hole on youtube all the time It's doing that during the break it's like uh bouncing around between bands and band entrances and team entrances onto the field and man it's fun such a fun time of the year such a fun time of the year sports talk mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm richard cross and michael borky thanks to Will East and Steven Gagliano for joining us to talk some high school football for Trey Schapp. Joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. We remind you that Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part. By visit Oxford Tunes Around Town. That's going on tonight in Oxford from five until seven. Three different locations: the Breezeway at the Growler. That is on North Lamar. Alice Haston and Walt Busby. North Lamar Pocket Parks got Brian and Kelly. And then there's another pop up uh, Tunes Around Town location at Spring Street Cigars. That's Bob Ray. And then the homecoming parade tonight, five o'clock, traveling through campus and into the heart of downtown. And then mark your calendar a couple of weeks from right now, uh, two weeks from today, in fact, Square Jam will be back on the square. That's when the oldest basketball teams are introduced for the season. So uh, check everything out online at visitoxfordms.com and follow along on all of their social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, TikTok, at Visit Oxford MS. What game are you most excited about this weekend, Borky?
3: Uh,
2: well, aside from the the one of local interest, I assume. Yeah, yeah. I mean, aside we, from that, it feels like we have a playoff elimination game that, that comes on basically right after Ole Miss Arkansas with the Penn State Iowa game. Penn State Iowa feels like a playoff eliminator. Now, I don't think either team is going to make it at the end of the day. However, they are number three, number four in America, and. I don't think there's going to be a chance for, I mean, you know, maybe we get a one-loss team from the SEC. And, in fact, I think that's likely the loser of the SEC championship. But with how it looks like it's shaking out, the margin for error might be thinner than ever, especially for teams like Iowa and Penn State. So I'm fascinated by this game because of that. It's a playoff eliminator. So, most everybody is of the opinion that Alabama and Georgia, assuming they go undefeated, play each other in the SEC Championship, that that the winner is the one seed overall and the loser is probably the three seed. Who are the other two teams? Cincinnati. So, I'm, I'm asking you to look deep into your crystal ball and predict the entire rest of the season... You mentioned Cincinnati. Cincinnati plays tonight. Here's the remaining schedule for the Bearcats. They've got Temple tonight, where they are a, uh, a big favorite. UCF, which is not nearly as daunting as it once looked. Got to go-to-Navy, an 11 a.m. kickoff for that game. That can be tricky, maybe playing a little bit better, but they're certainly not the Navy they were from a few years ago. At Tulane, no issues there. Tulsa, USF, SMU on November 20th. But it is a home game in Cincinnati, and then they finish up at ECU. They're going to be heavy favorites in every game they play for the rest of the season, and then we'll have to win a conference championship game as well. Certainly there's no margin for error for Cincinnati, but you don't see them tripping. No, I don't think so. I really think they are truly the best team in every matchup remaining on their schedule. They would have to have a surprise, as opposed to I mean, looking at Penn State, Losing to Michigan or Ohio State would not be a surprise. Those are equal caliber teams. Cincinnati does not have an equal caliber team remaining on their schedule. The Big Ten is the most fascinating conference in America right now. Uh, I mean, you've got 5-0 and Michigan, 5-0 and Michigan State, 5-0 and Penn State, and 5-0 and Iowa. Three of those four are in the same division. Iowa's yep. in a division by themselves here in terms uh, of that. So, you've got... Four chances at having an undefeated team, but a one loss Big Ten champion is probably not getting left out, considering honestly how pretty good the league is this year. It's pretty yeah, good. I, I tend to agree with you. And, you know, are they going to cannibalize themselves? Is, is it going to be a deal where you've got three one loss teams? Is somebody going to stumble and finish with a couple of losses and one team emerge undefeated? Um, I, out of that group, I really like Iowa. Most likely to be undefeated going into the Big Ten championship game. You could potentially be looking at a rematch with Penn State. You could be looking at a game with Michigan. You could be looking at a game with Iowa State. Here's what's left for Iowa. Yeah, I like that pick, too, considering this factor right here. Penn State this week. So they got to get by that first. And then they do not have another ranked team on the schedule for the rest of the way. At Wisconsin, not easy. At Northwestern, not particularly hard. Minnesota, not great. Illinois, not great. At Nebraska, you got any thought on Nebraska pulling the upset at home at night tomorrow against Michigan? Yeah. Nebraska's playing better. That's a real – they're playing better. That's a real test for Michigan, too. Yeah. Real test. I mean, they've gotten the benefit of an easy schedule. I've I've seen a lot of people do the whole Harbaugh's turned it around thing. Let's really slow down on the Harbaugh's turned it around because he's got Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan State on his schedule. We'll find out if he's really turned it around or not the back half of the season. But still, it's a 5-0 and Michigan team getting big-time tested. I Obviously, the SEC has my most interest. But if you asked me what the most compelling conferences, air quotes, right now it's the Big Ten. Because the SEC feels like it's just a collision course to Atlanta between two teams that are better than everybody else.
3: In the Big Ten, you've got
2: four teams. Yeah. That, that are all, I think, good enough to beat each other. It's a legit race to yeah. the Big Ten championship game. Legit. And, I mean, th- think about it. If Texas beats Oklahoma tomorrow, the Big 12 does not, well, I mean, you've still got Oklahoma State that would be undefeated, but history tells us they stumble at some point along the way. It's the SEC in the Big Ten, we think.
3: Oh, it is. I mean, the class of the Big 12 right
2: now is fool's gold with Oklahoma. Yeah. You still have an undefeated Oklahoma State in there. Baylor got beat last weekend. Not a whole lot of spice there. I'm joking, but I'm also serious when I say that Wake Forest is the ACC's best chance at the college football playoff. That is true. They are. They're their only chance. They're their only chance at making the playoff. It's Wake Forest, who's less than a touchdown favorite in Syracuse this weekend, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And the Pac-12's possible only shot got beat last weekend. There's very little to choose from right right now, which this is playing out so perfectly if you thought the uh, alliance was a joke, this season is playing out perfectly. I mean, the, the whole charade that they pulled this year is hilarious when you yeah, look they, at it now. The alliance of really good friends and really average football is uh, is alive and well at uh, at this point. Maybe somebody See, gets smart and hires Dave Clawson finally. Though I've been on that train for years. I mean, if you're Florida ball, State. Coach.
3: If you're Florida Good State
2: and you get rid of Mike Norvell, and they may not, because you know, maybe they're gonna win a few games down the stretch or whatever, but if you do, there's gonna be
3: names on that list like Deion Sanders and with all due respect to Coach Prime, you know, he's year two and it's
2: a work in progress, for sure. There'll be other names like Urban Meyer on the list what what is stopping a place like that from going and getting a coach that has no resources whatsoever in your conference that has run a better program than yours for what six years now? Uh, no, I mean it, every everything you say makes sense there. I mean Mark Stoops has already told them no, right? That happened in the last cycle, didn't it? Yeah, basically. I mean, I don't know if it ever got exactly to that point, but yes. And he'll be on the list again, and he's going to sit there and watch a guy get fired after a year and a half, basically. And you think he's going to take that job now when he's packing out his stadium in Lexington and he's got a ranked team and he's undefeated? Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, I I think you're you're certainly on to something. Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm. Ceasefire text line. Uh, How about this? Have I missed the segment with the guy that calls Cross Rich 15 times? Why, no. As a matter of fact, you have not. That is coming up next. Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet joins us on the other side of this timeout. He'll give us his thoughts on the weekend and the games that make up the weekend coming up next on the Farm Bureau phone line.
9: Yeah. you.
10: the seabrookpaint.com weather center i'm bob sullender for all your paint and coating needs go to seabrookpaint.com today sunny conditions for your finally friday high near 89 tonight clear skies low around 65 your saturday brings sunny conditions high near 90 degrees saturday evening partly cloudy low around 66 your sunday sunny conditions high near 89 and for your monday mostly sunny high near 87 this weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at rj's outboard sales and service at 1208 old Fannin and road rj's outboard sales and service your yamaha outboard dealer in brandon Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with the Moda Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601-864-3752.
0: Rogers Dabs Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Rogers Dabs Service, Parts, and Quick Lube are open Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturdays from 7 a.m. till 3 p.m. Cross Brandon or RogersDabs.com.
6: One Mississippi, two Mississippi. <laughs> there are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta, we're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights, and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products, and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank. In your corner, member FDIC.
10: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News.
5: A couple of recent cases out of Yalabusha County shows an unfortunate pattern. State Auditor Shad White tells Supertalk that they're seeing embezzlement and theft of funds that are intended for some of the neediest people in Mississippi.
4: One involved a former sheriff who is accused of embezzling funds from a program designed to help prisoners, and in the other case, we had an individual who worked at Yalabusha General Hospital, one of our rural hospitals in Mississippi. Mississippi, who is embezzling funds that were intended to go to things like nurses' salaries.
5: And a single shot that could prevent both the flu and COVID-19 is a possibility in the future. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky.
19: They're working on a combined vaccine. I don't think we're going to see it. We won't see it this season, but I know they're absolutely working on it, and that would be a really welcome next step.
5: In the meantime, health officials urge you to get both your flu shot and your COVID-19 vaccine.
6: What, happened? what the heck are you doing?
1: Sports Talk, Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Sports Talk, Mississippi.
2: central time with you on this friday afternoon sports Talk mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm richard cross michael borky and now on the farm bureau phone line bruce marshall from the gold sheet
16: goldsheet.com bruce happy friday what's up my friend well i am speaking to you from uh, lugano switzerland today believe it or not because we're here on grandparent duty and uh, But, uh, yeah, I just did the show with Brett up in Memphis. And uh, as long as the phone works and the Internet works, college football's here. Though nobody's heard of Paul Feinbaum in Lugano, Switzerland, I can tell you that.
2: <laughs> I can uh, I can imagine. How's the weather?
16: Today wasn't bad. Um, it was probably about 60 and kind of clear. It's cooler than the last time we were here. Well, yeah, we were here in summer, so it was warmer then. But it'll start getting much colder in the next two weeks.
2: You ever uh, you ever thought about moving to Switzerland like full time? No,
16: no, <laughs> no. Next no. question. My daughter's Absolutely here just her, husband, not. her husband's. Yeah, her husband's here, so they, she's got to be here. But we're we're visit fine. But no, I'm not moving here. No.
2: There you go. Uh, let's jump in and talk about some games this week. This Ole Miss Arkansas game. We'll just start there. A uh, lot of discussion about it throughout the course of the week. Obviously, Ole Miss and Arkansas both trying to uh, to bounce back from. Disappointing losses to, uh, for my money, by far the two best teams in college football in, uh, in Alabama and the Georgia Bulldogs. Ole Miss, five and a half point favorite at home, 66 and a half is the total. What are your thoughts?
16: Recuperative powers of each will be tested here, Rich. Um, And the difference between now, you know, one of those Florida games on New Year's Day or, you know, the Duke's Mayo Bowl or the Cheez-It Bowl. So, I mean, the loser here has got two in a row, and there's still some tough games to come. Uh, So the recuperative powers will be tested. I think the question about Ole Miss last week was, um, you know, the defense, which we thought was upgraded, and maybe we don't want to judge too harshly because it was Alabama, but we thought D.J. Durkin's stop unit was upgraded much from what it was last year. They were pushed around a lot by Alabama last week. Again, maybe we might may give them a mulligan for that, but there's some questions again about Ole Miss's defense. On the other side, uh, Arkansas tried to go mano-a-mano against uh, Georgia. That didn't work, uh, so we'll see what happens here. Um Last year, you remember that game at Fayetteville last year, the one where Matt Corral threw six picks. Barry Odom really got in his head. He out, yes, the do. Lane in that game, so I think that's the that's the matchup. What, Ole Miss is going to want to jump ahead. One problem Arkansas I think is going to have is if it starts to fall behind, that sort of takes KJ Jefferson out of his thing. But I'm not sure that's going to happen tomorrow. I think this thing is going to be very close. Sam Pittman still is a very good point spread mark, even with the loss last week. Eleven and four overall, nine and four is a dog with Arkansas. So I think the Porkers plus the points are the way to look. Our score in the sheet was 31-30. Rebels, so I think they do survive, but almost a full touchdown will give Arkansas Ooh. plus the points look.
2: Ooh, take your aids, take your Tums. If it's 31-30, that would be a heck of a way to start a college football Saturday. You know, it's interesting to me, Bruce, you are talking about the, you know, the Ole Miss defense. To me, the biggest concern last week, kind of walking away, and again, with the caveat that, yes, it's Alabama, is the Ole Miss offensive line, which was a really good unit a year ago, there's not a lot of depth there and they were not able to block Alabama at all. And it's not like Alabama was bringing a ton of blitzers.
16: Yeah, you're right, rich. That was the other thing last week. They were just really manhandled up front. And again, like you said, maybe that caveat that was just Alabama. We'll see what happens this week. Um, but, uh, you know, Arkansas, had, had, I really think Arkansas You know, still might be a legitimate top-ten team. They just ran into the wrong team, long matchup for them last week. But uh, they've already got those wins over A&M in Texas, and uh, I think it's going to be really close tomorrow at Vaughn-Hemingway.
2: Maybe just because it's so much fun to say the Deep South's oldest rivalry, Georgia and Auburn. Weird things sometimes happen in this series. We've seen it over and over and over through the years, whether you're talking about the prayer at Jordan Hare or some of the other matchups, great games, overtime games at times. I'm not convinced that Auburn can hang, but fifteen can be a kind of a big number. Is there any reason to believe in Auburn plus the points?
16: Yeah. Well, I don't no, think so. Well, really. maybe if you're, <laughs> yeah, if you're Charles Barkley or some Auburn alum, maybe. But um, I don't think so because I'm not sure Auburn is going to be able to do much. They won't. They won't try to go so heads up, you know, straight at them like Arkansas did last week. But I don't think they can deviate enough. Um, even though Bo Nix played a rare, great game on the road last week, he's played better games in his career at home. But I don't think they're going to go after Georgia. Nobody's going to be able to beat this team. I'm, I'll tell you, one team in about a month they're going to play. Tennessee, we'll talk about them in a second maybe, but the way they're going now with Josh Heppel, they really got the tempo going. That's the sort of way you've got to play Georgia if you're not Alabama. All these other teams, I think are going to get ground up by Georgia, which is what I think happens tomorrow. And I don't think it matters who's a quarterback, um, if it's Bennett or, or Daniels. Um, the, defense, the offense has been my concern with Georgia the last few years. Kirby's been running through a lot of coordinators. It looks like they can at least run the ball effectively this year, and that defense is great. 29-7, to Georgia. I think they keep it unbeaten. Set up that game with Kentucky next week.
2: Yeah, and that could be big, and uh, we'll go to that game next. If you weren't in Switzerland, Bruce, I would invite you over to my house. I'm going to do the inflatable video screen in the backyard and put the projector out tomorrow night. Ole Miss with an 11 o'clock game. I'm going to come home and prop my feet up. And I'm going to put LSU Kentucky on the uh, on the big screen. Cats are a two and a half point favorite, coming off that huge and somewhat historic win against Florida. LSU Ed Ogeron on the rails feels like disaster is imminent. Does Kentucky keep it rolling?
16: Well, uh, here's a couple tidbits here, Rich. Okay. Um, Kentucky one hasn't been favored over LSU this millennium, only in basketball, not in football. You have to go back to Jerry DiNardo in 99 at LSU the last time the Tigers were a dog in this game. Two, uh, my new thought is it is the uh, storming the field theory. Uh, go against that team the next week. NC State, the last one we talked about last week after Clemson, flat almost got beat by a tech. They stormed the field in Lexington last week after they beat Florida. We mentioned they got Georgia coming up. Are they going to be able to do it again against LSU? I'm not sure. Possible flat spot, maybe. Um, Mark Stoops has done a great job there, but they need everything to go just right for them. The defense is robust. He's not taking many chances with this offense, though Levis is a better thrower than Terry Wilson was last year. It's Chris Rodriguez, who was really good, running the ball and hoping the defense forces mistakes. Anything deviates from that. Kentucky might have trouble like that Chattanooga game a few weeks ago. LSU, now listen, they're not running the ball with a li- This looks like Mike Leach's offense instead of the, the uh, disciples right. of Joe Brady. who, who uh, Joe Brady's disciples who came in this year, Coach O hired. And, but I think LSU circles the wagons here and wins. I also think the total is too high, like 50-and-a-half. Um, so 22-19 LSU, and I think it's going to go under as well. By the way, you mentioned this about uh, something disaster seems imminent. The war drums are going to start beating if Coach O loses this game. They're going to start beating loud. So I think you'll see a circle of the wagons effort from LSU, and they will stave off the inevitable uh, for at least a week. Again, oh, the I year. think
2: the drums are already beating. I think it's pitchforks yeah. and torches, and the the entire symphony queues up tomorrow yeah. night if that uh, that happens. Hey, only yeah. well, we got a couple of minutes left. You, you mentioned Tennessee a second ago in Knoxville, Tennessee. Pretty darn impressive hanging 62 on Missouri last week. They are still running for first downs in that game. Balls are a 10.5 point favorite at home against, uh, against a, I don't know, we'll call it a scrappy South Carolina
16: team. Good way to describe it, Rich. And you're right. It does seem like they're still gaining first downs in that game last week. Mizzou was cooked about midway through the first quarter in that game. Here's the deal: if you go look at Tennessee at the start of the season with Josh Heupel coming in, they were they were not playing a really accelerated tempo. Uh, first of all, he's had his, his transfer quarterbacks have been in and out. Both hurt Milton from Michigan and Hendon Hooker from VPI. He's back to Hooker now. But last week was the, and they, they've been slowly accelerating the tempo. They got full speed last week against Mizzou. That looked like USF the last UCF the last couple of years, and Hooker looks really comfortable in there. So they're running plays like crazy. You're right, South Carolina is but they don't have near enough offense, I think, uh, to, to keep pace. And I'm telling you, Tennessee, Alabama, a couple of weeks, Georgia, a few weeks after that, we'll uh, Miss next week. There's I say Tennessee will miss There's in Knoxville next weekend. Yeah, so, well, Tennessee's a gold sheet key release this week, forty-one I'm riding the Vols until further mm-hmm. notice.
2: All right. We'll, uh, we'll check back in on that next week as well. Uh, I always like to ask you this. Give me one game that you're in love with that we haven't talked about.
16: How about another team coming out of nowhere? We mentioned uh, the Tennessee a second ago coming up. Navy is Navy again. And how about yeah. that win over UCF last week? How about nearly beating Houston two weeks ago? And look what Houston did again last night. You're getting almost two touchdowns against SMU, which should not be a top 25 team. They got very lucky to beat La Tech on a Hail Mary a few weeks ago. Mm. I think Navy's got a shot to win this game. They're getting almost two touchdowns. Definitely take Navy plus the points tomorrow against SMU.
2: All right, there you go. Bruce says Navy plus the points, gold sheet, key release. Bruce, remind people where they can get all of your picks.
16: Thanks, Rich. Check us out online at goldsheet.com. We talk about all these college games, all the NFL games, and all the other stuff we've got up there, including my picks. there at goldsheet.com. You can also get my picks at Vegas Insider and DonBest.com.
2: Enjoy Switzerland, Bruce. Thanks for the time.
16: All right, Rich. Talk to you next week.
2: Bruce Marshall from the goldsheet, goldsheet.com, on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out com and go with the home team. I don't know what the total was, Borky. I don't know what the over-under was. But the over just got blown out of the water. Blown away. We'll be right back.
4: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, call them at 601-605-4443. So far, just seeing uh, heavy delays on 20 westbound from 49 out to Gallatin. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent so far. Please buckle up, drive safe, and have a great weekend. This update is brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for low-interest signature loans at River Trust Federal Credit
13: Union game day, Ole Miss leaves it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you any day of the week. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150 and Ole Miss. Built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or FordNow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total
1: sales.
3: when it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority. From Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes. Taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top tier IT solutions. Visit seaspire.com slash business.
1: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top.
14: Don't hurt
6: yourself.
1: Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: In
12: Milwaukee, bottom of the fourth inning.
2: Charlie, Mount, uh, Charlie Morton on the mound for the Braves. Corbin Burns pitching for the Brewers, and runs have not not just hard, but impossible to come by so far. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, final segment of the four o'clock hour. We have a busy 5 o'clock hour coming your way. It's a food Friday. That comes up at 20 minutes after 5. We've got the college football fix. we got to make some picks. We, uh, Hey Dad texted me his picks uh, early this week, or early this morning. Uh, sounds like he's having a great time. I, I Borky, I, you would be proud of the message I sent. He sent it, I guess you were on that message. I can't remember. it was a side message I sent him. But uh, he sent us his picks, and I said, it's about time you got up. He said he had a 24-ounce steak and a 10-ounce lobster tail, and he deserved to rest Ooh. this morning. I don't care how good it is. I, I, I could not eat that much food. No shot. Uh, Bad food take incoming? Lobster? Not worth the price. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really disagree with that. Don't mind a lobster tail every now and then, but I'd never, ever, ever order that. Never. I'd never do surf and turf. At least not that kind of surf and turf. So. Sure is good though. Uh what did you think of Bruce's picks? He had uh he had Arkansas covering, but Ole Miss winning thirty one thirty. We're if we get thirty one thirty tomorrow, we're probably in for a treat of a football game. Yeah, and a lot of stressed-out Ole Miss fans, that's for sure. But I'm so fascinated with this game. There's just so many factors. Ole Miss, the injury bug is at their offense, but Matt Corral still there. Is K.J. Jefferson healthy? Can Ole Miss protect? I mean, if they can't run the football and protect, then it doesn't matter at all. I mean, I think this is a far better test for Ole Miss as three two six than last week. I mean, there there were so many times where they were in position to make plays and just couldn't because Alabama is superior in every way athletically to Ole Miss. Uh, we're going to see. We're going to have so many questions answered at about three o'clock tomorrow afternoon
3: than we've had at any point this season. Yeah,
2: I agree. I think the result of tomorrow shapes the way you look at the rest of the season for both Ole Miss and Arkansas. Maybe more so for Ole Miss, but really for both teams? I think. We're going to spend some time in the 5 o'clock hour kind of dissecting this game. We've talked about the game. We've talked around the game. We've talked about some personnel. But we'll, we'll dive a little bit deeper into the actual matchup between Ole Miss and Arkansas, what Ole Miss's offense has done and is going to try to do against Arkansas's defense, and vice versa. Uh, Jeff in Oxford on the ceasefire text line says, "I've got a good buzz going. I took a shot for each rich. I lost count at pickup. I had a buddy that texted me a new segment name. Get rich is the, I like that. Uh, that's the name for uh, Bruce Marshall." Uh, coming on with us. What did I say last week? I'd set the uh, the the over under at seven and a half. Yeah, we were under today. No way. I bet he was at eleven. You don't. You think under seven and a half? I think we were under. Somebody was okay. keeping count. I saw it on on uh, on one of our feeds here. Okay, according to Brad, it was six. Ooh. I'm, I'm, I'm on team never under though. So, all right. So, what about the uh, other ones? He had um, he had LSU covering against Kentucky and winning. He had Tennessee as a key release, winning comfortably against South Carolina. Said he was really believing in Tennessee. All of a sudden, and. Was a huge fan of Navy plus the 14, 14 and a half against SMU. He said, Navy is back and SMU is a fraud. I don't You're know, not man. buying I, I, Ken Neomatololo and the midshipman? Am I? This might be a you good communist. weekend. To do it. You communist! You <laughs> communist! I like Army better that's fair i I have a soft spot for Army An old high school teammate played there and um, ever since and for some reason during their losing streak even before he went you know when we were in high school, I wanted Army to beat Navy I just I wanted that streak to end I don't know yeah I'm not sure are we doing it again borky with, with LSU yeah. It's like all over again. LSU's looked awful. They looked awful. People have kind of blown out of proportion. Ed Ogeron threatening to kill a man on the radio. On yeah, uh, that's ridiculous. I show. mean, honestly, if I mean, that upset stop. you or outraged you, come on, yeah, I played really look that for my mirror. wife and she said, Richard. If you have the take like that of something like that is so serious and he actually threatened to kill somebody, then you've got to stop being a sissy on the radio. I was like, yes, ma'am. All good. You're not going to hear that from me. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back.
1: Your home for all his sports. sports. America's PS4 Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your three professionals at Street 601
18: I'm Rich Denison. President Biden today commending the Senate for advancing a measure to extend the nation's borrowing limit into December. Thanks to bipartisan agreements, we're making progress on funding the government
1: and raising the debt limit. So people continue to get their social security checks, the military continue to get paid, and so much more.
18: Several Republicans are criticizing Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell over increasing the debt limit by $480 billion. But he says Democrats will be on their own when the next deadline arrives in December. A lower than an expected number of new jobs were created last month.
7: The U.S. economy added 194,000 new jobs last month. Economists were predicting half a million. Though it appears the Delta variant of COVID held back hiring, there was also a decline in public school employment.
18: Fox's Jenny Casola, America's listening to Fox News.
1: This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse.
9: Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now. Featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in
5: Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Several environmental groups are attempting to stop the implementation of the Yazoo pumps. Hank Burdine with the Mississippi Levy Commission tells Super Talk that they don't understand the true environmental injustice that will remain unless the pumps are built.
20: Ninety-four percent of the homeowners are minority homeowners. They are being kicked hard by not having these pumps. The environment is being kicked. The wildlife is being decimated down there.
5: The Army Corps of Engineers gave final approval for the project back in January. And over $1 million worth of SNAP benefits in Mississippi were replaced by the Department of Human Services following Hurricane Ida. Families in 38 counties were eligible to apply for replacement benefits for food loss due to power outages or other storm-related loss. The state continues to await a federal disaster declaration which would open up public assistance for 19 mississippi counties and individual assistance for eight counties
18: have you seen the mississippi lottery powerball jackpot what would you do with that much money Did you know Powerball draws three nights a week and the jackpot keeps growing until someone hits the perfect combination? Each play is only $2 and for an extra buck, you can get the chance to multiply your non-jackpot prizes. What are you waiting for? An invitation? Well, here it is. Play Powerball
4: and
0: have fun, y'all. Dot .ms.gov to find a business relations specialist
4: near you.
5: It continues to be a strong week for Mississippi economic development. Plum Creek Environmental in West Point has become the third Mississippi company this week to announce an expansion as they'll create 50 new jobs to meet an increase in demand. The company will also occupy an additional 60,000 square foot facility where they'll manufacture waste and recycling containers among other equipment. Tyson Foods and General Atomics announced expansions earlier this week. And Mississippi's own Hannah Everhart is playing at the. The mississippi state fair from eight to ten tonight the former american idol contestant says she's writing songs now which used to be a struggle
11: learning to play lead guitar
5: so that i can do my own solos hannah is originally from canton
9: and
12: when your sky is gray i will give you blue
5: for more information on the fair find us online at supertalk.fm steven gagliano supertalk mississippi news
1: beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State.
0: How do you like that?
9: I love
1: it. On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Workweek Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm alongside Michael Borky. I'm Richard Cross. Welcome to the weekend. Hope you are making the most of your Friday afternoon rolling into the weekend. Michael Borky threw out a, uh, a responsive Twitter question, Twitter poll today. It's not a poll per se, but the question was, your Mississippi State family, your team being off tomorrow, what are you going to do? Some of the responses, watch Kentucky beat LSU. Celebrate Mississippi State being the national champions in baseball. I did it once this week. That feels like it's enough. Uh, Not have 67 panic attacks within a three- to four-hour period. Go to the Mississippi Symphony season opener. Okay. There's an Ole Miss fan that chimes in, or fan of somebody besides Mississippi State, says they're going to watch Ole Miss and then talk about Ole Miss. Brian's planning to smoke a brisket and a couple of racks of ribs to prep for a cook-off next weekend. Fowler says he's going to watch game three of the College World Series. We get a, a relax, a yard work, a enjoy a college football Saturday stress-free. And then the most interesting response, I, 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 can't, I can't read it, can I, Borky? No, probably not. It was a very detailed and very specific um, itinerary for tomorrow that includes fun with his significant other and some other stuff. But he was very specific about the early parts of the day. Thanks for being with us. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club and of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. Not to mention the Golden Moon and the Silver Star. Visit them online at PearlRiverResort.com. If you want to be a part of the conversation, please text us on the Seaspire text line. SeaSpire is in search of the ambitious, the curious, the norm-breakers, the never-settlers. And at C Spire, they love to innovate and live to make technology faster, smarter, better, and more accessible every day. You can work in the field of cutting-edge technology with one of the best mid-sized companies in the United States. According to Forbes, more than a job or a paycheck, it is an opportunity of a lifetime. Aspire to more. Go to cspire.com slash careers to apply today. It's time right now for the college football fix Football fix is driven by Ford in your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Plenty going on at your local Ford dealer, but that plenty always starts with the 2021 Ford F-150. 44 years in a row, F-Series best-selling trucks in America. You can test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. It is time for two questions. All right, one game. Because a lot as of you mentioned for two questions there, by the way, yeah, it's fine. You know, it's it's a pretty good segment. And uh, save it, smart guy. Yeah, score more points than the other. We know. Aside from that, Ole Miss absolutely must do what if they want to win tomorrow morning. Ole Miss absolutely must be better on the offensive line tomorrow than they have been so far this season. Now. In the first three games of the year, against Louisville, against Austin P, against Tulane, you know, plenty of offense, pretty easy getting up and down the field, scoring basically at will. But if you look a little closer, I mean, Lane Kiffin in one of his early season press conferences, maybe after the Austin P game, or maybe it was after, I think that was the game it was after, he was asked about pro football focuses, rankings of offensive lines. They had Ole Miss graded out as a top five group in the country. And Lane Kiffin himself said, well, I'm not sure what they're watching or how they're doing their grading, but they clearly don't know what they're talking about. He was not pleased early with the play of the offensive line. They were better against Tulane. But you you probably have seen the stat floating around on Twitter this past week. Dylan Edwards, I think it was, put it out there. Ole Miss averaged .03 yards before contact last week. That, that, that's, that's inches, that's not feet, that's not yards, that's inches. .03 yards before contact. Your offensive line's got to give you more than that. And Matt Corral needs a little bit of time. It's not like he's able to sit back in the pocket and survey the field. We're not asking for four seconds, you're asking for... 2.8 seconds for him to take a look across the defense, see what they're doing, diagnose it and deliver it hopefully to an open receiver. If Ole Miss is going to win tomorrow, the Ole Miss offensive line absolutely has to be better than it has been at any point this season. I guess this is along the same lines. It's establish a rush game. Um, when you got a quarterback like Ole Miss does, it, it doesn't feel like running is necessary because he can beat almost anybody uh, with his arm as long as he's protected. But Arkansas is going to do something similar. Now Sam Pittman said this week it's not going to be the same defense as last year because of, of course it's not. Uh going to be a little wrinkles, but it's still going to be a 3-2-6 look. They're going to dare Ole Miss to run the football. They're going to. So you got to be able to do it successfully. May or may not have Jerry and Ely. There was some reporting that he's going through concussion protocol and could possibly not be available. Luckily, that's the one position group for Ole Miss where you feel pretty good about your depth there. Got to establish the run, though, because once you do, you can either get them out of that look or have them stack the box, and then that's when you take advantage and use your uh, soon-to-be first-round pick quarterback and beat them over the top. Arkansas secondary, the numbers look good. That is in part because of who they've played. Georgia threw 11 passes. Zach is a disaster. Texas has since changed quarterbacks. Arkansas can be susceptible in the secondary. All right. You going to make it there? Feel like your your allergies a bit. are like, flaring up bad, man. It just it just comes out like of nowhere. I can see your eyes watering and hear you getting a little stuffier and like you turn off the mic to sneeze, hanging in there, Ugh. Michael Borky, playing through the Whew. pain. It's brutal. All right, Ole Miss absolutely cannot do what. <sighs> Thought a lot about this one, and I I, I think. You're going to have to forgive me because I think I'm going two answers here. I'm going to give you one on both sides of the ball. Ole Miss absolutely cannot allow Arkansas to run anytime they want in the ballgame. Arkansas is going to come into this game, and they're going to try to dominate the line of scrimmage, and they're going to try to run the football. That is their identity. But you can't solely let them do that to the point where you have to assign more people to try to stop the run, and it opens up some one-on-ones on the outside and gives K.J. Jefferson the time to take deep shots and, and really mix it up. And and so maybe that's a big ask, but, but Ole Miss, maybe the better way to say it is Ole Miss can't allow Arkansas offensively to dictate exactly what they want to do. I think you got to do your best to make K.J. Jefferson beat you in an intermediate passing game. I'm not 100% sure that you can do that, but the Rebels have got to try. And then on the other side, and, and forgive me again for answering with two, but I'm just going with one for both sides of the ball, almost can't allow Arkansas to dictate defensively what the Rebels are able to do offensively it has got to be some balance. they got to be able to run the football, as Borky was saying a second ago. And then they got to get the passing game going. We, we had somebody text a second ago that said, Ole Miss has got to get their passing game going. You, you need to be able to take some shots. You need to give Matt Corral a little bit of time. And a year ago, Arkansas made it so incredibly uncomfortable uh, for Ole Miss offensively, kind of what they were doing scheme-wise defensively. So... I know that was more than one answer. Forgive me for breaking the rules.
3: Oh, it's all right. It's uh, it's big plays. So
2: Arkansas has been able to feast on running the football, which they've got to be prepared for, but, but big plays. K.J. Jefferson has been really good throwing the deep ball. If you limit that, he's rather inconsistent. In fact, really inconsistent. Intermediate stuff is – he's not good there. So if you can take avoid letting him take the top off and force him to – methodically move the football down the field on you. I don't know if he's going to be able to do it with the same efficiency that your offense can. So if you're going to win in a shootout, limit the big plays, and I think you really get him out of his comfort zone, and you can win that way. When we come back, we will have a food Friday for you, brought to you by Polk's Meat. It's Friday afternoon on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm with Michael Borke. Who's going to go blow his nose during the break? I'm Richard Cross. We will be right back.
4: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Locally own and operate with three mobile service in the Tri-County area. Looking pretty good for the drive home. Just some minor delays typical for this time of day. There 20 westbound at the stack over past Gallatin. Other than that, nothing out of the ordinary. Please buckle up, drive safe, and have a great weekend. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946.
20: I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture, inviting you to the 162nd Mississippi State Fair in Jackson, October 6th through 17th. Enjoy a variety of family fun entertainment free with your fair admission. New to the fair this year, something you don't want to miss, the Extreme Bull Riding Fall Nationals and the Tri-State Rodeo.
15: They're both coming at the State Fair. Buy your tickets today at Ticketmaster.com. Stop by the Coliseum box office. Follow us on Facebook for more information. Come on out to the Mississippi State Fair, October 6th. 6th through 17th.
9: It's- that's right. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we're offering such amazing deals that we can't keep the cars on the lot. There's never been a better time to come trade in that ghoul is your car and upgrade to a new Mitsubishi. Plus, at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, you're approved for super low 1.9% APR for 60 months on the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. That's right. 1.9% financing, which will save you thousands. Is your credit history really scary? Our credit team will work to make sure you're approved no matter how many skeletons or in your closet at ridgeland mitsubishi we want your trade we'll give you a whole lot for whatever you're driving dead or alive so come save like never before with our scary good deals at ridgeland mitsubishi where nobody walks away because everybody saves 1860 east county line road call 896 9600 today or visit ridgeland remember you're approved at ridgeland mitsubishi
14: with progressive deals for details Big Pop invites you to the Capital City Gun Show this weekend, Saturday, October 9th. Show hours will be 9 to 5. Sunday, October 10th. Show hours will be 10 to 5. There'll be plenty of buying, selling, trading, gun appraisals. All federal, state, local laws must apply. And this fall, we're adding football to the big screen to see. I-55 South, Elton Road exit at the Wahhabi Shrine Temple. Adult admissions, $8. Kids, 6 to 11 $2. See y'all this weekend at the Capital City Gun Show.
0: Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better,
1: faster. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk, Mississippi. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say it. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry. Poorly
10: timed joke, completely inappropriate.
1: On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: you in trouble, right? I mean, I know uh, you, you technically are not supposed to have a an open flame if you're tailgating in the grove or in the circle, but I also know that sometimes people skirt the rules or flirt with the rules, but you want to avoid the open flame thing, but you've got a griddle and you got a generator. And I know I've seen that because I've seen folks cooking it up in the Grove for breakfast. Let's just say you're going to be in Oxford tomorrow, or maybe you're going to another game. But since it's an early kick in Oxford for Oxford tomorrow, here's a recommendation. If you're doing breakfast in the Grove. Be sure that tonight you stop by the grocery store. I know Kroger in Oxford's got it. I'm sure there are other grocery stores in Oxford that have it as well. Grab some Polk's Cajun Sausage, or maybe you go with the uh, the original smoked sausage, which, whatever your flavor is. And I've talked about this before. I love slicing it into about half to three-quarter inch pieces, and then go one side down on the griddle, flip them till they get golden brown, and then just put a big old bowl of Polk's sausage out. You can do some cheese, or if you got some other breakfast stuff, you don't even have to have the cheese, though. Just put a thing of picnic uh, uh, picnics toothpicks beside your bowl of sausage. And I promise you, promise you it will be a crowd pleaser. It's time for a food Friday brought to you by Polk's meat. You know how much we love to grill. We know how much you love to grill. So let's all talk about it together. A food Friday brought to you by Polk's meat. Picky people pick Polk's. It is a, um, At the house weekend, Borky, for you, maybe not for the entire weekend, but for part of the weekend, last weekend was a non-grilling weekend for you because you had a rehearsal dinner on Friday night, and you had a wedding on Saturday, and you had the Saints on Sunday. Is it a return to the grill weekend for Michael Borky? Sort of. So it's actually... Sort uh, of, he says. It's my wife's birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, Mrs. Borky. So we're going out tonight. We're, uh, you know, letting somebody else do the uh, the steaks for us. But. Okay. Uh, tomorrow. Can you say where you're going? No. Okay. Um, tomorrow, Fine. I'm uh, I'm making her shrimp and grits. It's her favorite. And she's okay. got to work all day, sadly. So, uh, little guy Now will go to the park. We'll go to the store. He'll take a nap while I'm watching the old Miss Arkansas game. And then I will cook. And that's what I'm doing. Shrimp and grits tomorrow. I've got a recipe that I've perfected that I love. And she apparently loves it, too. It's the one thing I know that I do well. That and ribs. I do a really good rib as well. But that, yeah. shrimp and grits, I know I do that well. And so that's what I will be doing this weekend. This is uh, it's a little bit of a, uh, a a weird weekend, right? I mean, so Hey Dad is out of his comfort zone, probably on multiple levels. He's away from the grill, one. And uh, two, he's in New York, so not a grilling weekend for Heydad. Borky is going to go with um, shrimp and grits. So shrimp's inside, right? You do cast iron skillet for that? I do, yeah. So I'll uh, I'll do some bacon first, and then just cook the shrimp and in, in, the, in bacon. the bacon grease. Yeah, okay. In the cast iron. That sounds really good. It is. Oh yeah. That that sounds really good. I, uh, I, I'm still to be determined. I, I think there's a really good chance that Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, is going to end up with some steaks on the grill. And if I do steaks on the grill, you know I'm throwing the pulk sausage on uh, to, to kind of start things off. But uh, we've got folks in town, so uh, kind of uh, but we're picking up dinner tomorrow night and going to sit out on the back patio and eat that. It's going to be kind of a pasta night. Got a... Uh, Big dish of uh, spaghetti and meatballs, and uh, big dish of bolognese coming, and then uh, some uh, some hummus and bread appetizers. So uh, it's going to be Sunday before the uh, the grill gets going at the uh, at the Cross House. We uh, we need to give away a couple of t shirts, and here's how we'll do it. You can uh, send us a picture on the C Spire text line 601-879-4395. What we need is a grilling picture. Hold up, Borky, what if we altered the rules? We throw this on people, and we know that Friday afternoons are busy. What if we circle back on Monday, and we know that at some point this weekend, like a this lot better. of you are going to be grilling. So instead of you trying to send us a prep picture right now or score all through your phone and send us a picture from earlier this week or last weekend, let's do this. Let's plan ahead. When you're standing over the grill this weekend or just everything comes off, take a picture of what you cook. And then on Monday afternoon during the show, send it to us. And uh, we will pick a couple of t-shirt winners for uh, those cool Polk's t-shirts and uh, we'll give them away on Monday. I think that's a better plan. Although I am, if look, if you're... If you're manning the grill right now, and you're listening to us. I am never upset about an incoming picture with uh, what's going on the grill, like uh, like my guy David, who sends us uh, a picture of his little guy with ribs basting the ribs on the grill. I like it. I like it. Kevin's got the grill loaded down. Boy, he's ready to go tonight. Couple of racks of ribs, bunch of sausage, got a bunch of wings on there as well. Yes. You are living right on a Friday afternoon, Kevin. That is outstanding. And Borky looks like he's just getting started. Yeah, that, that's bare. I mean, this could be a picture from earlier, though. Maybe. Maybe he's eating this right now. But yeah, that that looks just special. Yeah. Hopefully, just hey, for you and one one other person. Well, you're not going to move for three days if they eat everything that's on that grill. I, I kind of wish we would do some kind of an eating challenge on here, but I don't know if legal would appreciate that. What, like who can eat the most? Yeah, but like we set what it is. You know how you go to certain restaurants and there's for like listeners a listeners or like yeah, for, for you listeners. and Hayden and me? Oh, oh, oh. I mean, we could do that too, I guess. Because I'm like out. For <laughs> I'm out. I've done the, the waiver wings before. Like they're so hot you got to sign a waiver. And that's just stupid. Like, when you're done, you just feel like your IQ dropped for, you know, 10, 20 points or so. Just trying something like that. Because you know what you're getting into. You try it. It sucks. And you wonder, why did I do that? Yeah. It's like my dog. My dog loves to eat acorns, but he throws them up. So he'll eat some acorns, he'll throw them up. And then when he's done, he's like, oh, I can eat more acorns. Vicious cycle. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you can rally for Borky's dog yeah that's what he does it's so stupid it's like yeah you're so smart for a dog at least I think you are but you haven't put together yet that okay immediately after I eat these I throw them up and it sticks you go right back to eating them it was the same thing when I did the waiver it was a place where I grew up you had to sign a waiver and all that crap and Ooh. I mean it just the smelling them hurt and I decided to eat them which hurt. I knew it was going to. I still did it. I mean, what a moron. Man, we got a lot of barbecue being cooked this weekend. I don't know if it's because it's Arkansas, although I think it's just people love barbecue. Uh, we get, um, hmm, got a bunch of butts. Is that six butts on a smoker that uh, that come in there? You Get a picture from yep. yesterday with ribs and chickens on the grill as well. That's eight butts. Was it eight? Yeah, we got somebody here doing a uh, doing a whole pig. Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, that's one thing. Uh, the eleven o'clock kickoffs kind of ruin uh, the the one uh, the last Ole Miss Arkansas game I went to uh, went and visited a buddy of mine and they had somebody hand deliver. A fresh-off-the-smoker whole hog. You just pick on it? Oh, yeah. That's tough to do for 11 a.m. I mean, you know, maybe you pay somebody to start, like, right now, and they'll deliver it to you, deliver it to you tomorrow morning, but still, kind of takes the pizzazz out of it. Spencer Brookhaven says the ribs are being prepped. Gentlemen, the Spencer family will have a follow-up pick for you guys on Monday. Love the show, and we love you listening, Spence. Uh, appreciate it very, very much. Uh, our Food Friday is brought to you by Polk's Meat. Check out their website, polk'smeat.com. You can click on the Products tab and see all the offerings they've got because it's not just smoked sausage. That's kind of our favorite, but they've got the ham steaks, and they've got all kinds of dogs, and they've got hams, like not ham steaks, like a, a baby pit ham that is absolutely spectacular, and they got some sauces on there, and they've got link sausage, all kinds of stuff. And you can get that at your local grocery store. Wherever you shop, just go to the Meats section of your grocery store and uh, look for that bright yellow label with the big blue writing on it that says Polks. And remember, no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick pulks. More coming up with you. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll play the numbers game with Ole Miss and Arkansas when we come back with you. On this Friday afternoon, they're still scoreless, by the way, in Milwaukee, Atlanta, and the Milwaukee Brewers with a runner on first in the bottom of the sixth inning. We will be right back.
10: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions for your finally Friday, high near 89. Tonight, clear skies, low around 65. Your Saturday brings sunny conditions, high near 90 degrees. Saturday evening, partly cloudy, low around 66. Your Sunday, sunny conditions, high near 89. And for your Monday, mostly sunny, high near 87. This weather brought to you by No-Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No-Drip difference is all about. No-Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com.
9: Don't let joint pain or a sports injury keep you down. Capital Ortho is ready with a new look, a new name, and the same great care to get you back in the game. 601-987-8200 for all your bone and joint needs. Choose Capital Ortho and get back to
6: living your best life. Hottie Toddy.
19: That Mississippi has a new state flag We are taking orders now For all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag Flags are in production And soon you can be flying one At your home, school, or business Place your order by emailing At sales at completeflags.com Calling our store At 601-362-9333 Or finding us on the web At completeflags.com Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned
7: business. This is Brent Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Callaway's has everything you need from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Callaways has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmers market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is,
8: Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's
5: I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. Several environmental groups are attempting to stop the implementation of the Yazoo pumps. Hank Burdine with the Mississippi Levy Commission tells Supertalk that they don't understand the true environmental injustice that will remain unless the pumps are built.
20: 94% of the homeowners are minority homeowners. They are being kicked hard by not having these pumps. The environment is being kicked. The wildlife is being decimated
5: down there. The Army Corps of Engineers gave final approval for the project back in January. And over $1 million worth of SNAP benefits in Mississippi were replaced by the Department of Human Services following Hurricane Ida. Families in 38 counties were eligible to apply for replacement benefits for food loss due to power outages or other storm-related loss. The state continues to await a federal disaster declaration which would open up public assistance for 19 Mississippi counties and individual assistance for eight counties.
3: When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authorities. From CSPIR. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. CSPI Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit cSpire.com/slash business.
8: I just love sports, and I especially love my sport, Brian. Brian is my superhero on the weekends because he is a barbecue grill master. That boy knows how to heat up some charcoal. Woo! We just love it when we smell that delicious poke smoked sausage on the grill. Whether it's Polk's original smoked with a hint of sage, poke's Cajun with a kick of Cajun seasoning, or poke's garlic and green onion with, well, garlic and green onions. Tell your sport you want poke's on his grill. No buts about it, folks. Picky people. Pick poke's.
1: He doesn't accept the narrative. He
6: questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 till 9.
1: Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. Sports. (laughs) This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm. We've talked some about Arkansas and big plays, right? That's a team that loves to take shots down the field. So is that reality or is that perception? So let's look at Arkansas's big plays game by game this year. On the ground against Rice in the opener. They had one run that went for between 30 and 39 yards. One that went for between 20 and 29 yards, and four that were in that 10 to 19 range. So one big running play in the ground game, and one big pass play against Rice. They had one pass completion that was between 30 and 39 yards. But if you're talking about monster plays... Like, big, chunky yardage plays. Let's use the 40-plus yard play as our barometer. In the running game, they have one of those this year. It came against Georgia Southern. Had one run that fell in the 40-49 to 49 yards range. But in the passing game, Arkansas has seven passes through five games that have gone for 40 or more yards. One against Texas, two against Georgia Southern, one against Texas A&M, and they've got three pay- plays that have gone for fifty or more yards. Two against Georgia Southern, and one against Texas A&M. No big plays against the Arkansas uh, against Georgia last week in either the running game well, or the passing game. There were some big plays, just not not for Arkansas. <laughs> Um, flip side flip side. opponent big plays using the same metrics 40 plus yards is a big play they have given up two runs this year of 40 or more yards they've actually only given up two runs this year of 30 or more yards they gave up a 50 plus yard run against Georgia Southern and a 50 plus yard run against Texas A&M, it was Isaiah Spiller that had it for Texas A&M in the passing game Arkansas has given up two passes this year of 30 or more yards. And they both came in the season opener against Rice. Rice had one completion that was between 30 and 39 and one that was between 40 and 49. So if you're expecting Ole Miss to go into this and load up on big plays... Not impossible, but that would go against the season trend. Or again, Arkansas's defense has allowed two passing plays of thirty or more yards this season. I still
3: think that's a an indicator really good of who secondary
2: they played more so than Georgia threw eleven passes. Eleven. Yeah. Zach Calzada is a disaster. God bless him. And Texas has since changed quarterbacks from that game. You're right, and now they're playing well. Absolutely right. There are um, there's some familiar names on this Arkansas roster. I mean, this is this is an old team, so so don't fall into the well, they're young category. Traylon Burks, the junior receiver on the year, has 383 yards receiving and a couple of touchdowns. Um On the defensive side, though, Traylon Smith in the backfield, the redshirt senior, he has three touchdowns on the ground and 302 yards rushing this season. And there's still a Henry on this team, actually a couple of them. Hudson Henry is a third-year tight end. But on the defensive side, especially when you get into that linebacker and back-end group. You've got Hayden Henry as a linebacker, and Bumper Pool backs him up. And you got Grant Morgan, who did have 12 tackles. Grant Morgan's married now, even. 12 tackles for Grant Morgan. Good for him. He's a fifth-year senior. He was an All-American in 2020 and averaged over 12 tackles per game. It's a former walk-on who has been a great player. And then in the secondary, Jalen Catalan. This a guy that has had some success against Ole Miss in a big way. They're pretty good in the back end also with uh, with Joe Falcha, whose team captain and has been there for a while. It's a good Arkansas team. It's not a particularly deep Arkansas team. It's a good team, Borky. You say you were saying a few minutes ago that even though we've talked about it all week, there's still a lot of angles, and it's just a matchup that's incredibly interesting. Oh yeah, I mean, and uh, the most obvious one—I would like to think—I don't take the low-hanging fruit. Um, is the six-interception game from a year ago? This is this is full-circle redemption. I mean. Matt Crowell's second in Heisman odds, depending on what mock draft you look at, he's going in the top of the first round or near the top of the first round. Although anybody that has Rattler ahead of him at this point, you're going to have to explain to me what he does better. But anyway, um, there's still the doubt. Yeah, he's looked improved this year. His decision-making looks better, but we've seen the blow-up games. Remember the six-interception Arkansas game? All summer, that's what was talked about. He was asked about it at media days approximately 457 times. I know that he is very aware that that's what he did against this team a year ago. So kind of like a redemption situation here on top of everything else. Revenge, whatever you want to call it. That's the lowest hanging fruit in this game, but it's still real. I mean, that's the knock on him. Is this game one year ago is the knock on him. You're exactly right. So what about Matt Corral? When you look at his career, he's 6th all-time in passing yards, 4th all-time in passing touchdowns, his career completion percentage number one all-time in school history. He's 10th in passing attempts, 7th in career completions, Second in career yards per attempt. Third in career yards per completion. Tied for second with Chad Kelly. I'm sorry, with Eli Manning for consecutive games with a touchdown pass. He's thrown a touchdown pass in 16 consecutive games. Chad Kelly, all-time leader in that category with 22. He's fifth all-time with 300-yard passing games. He's got nine of them. The all-time record belongs to Jordan Tammu with 10. Total offense as a quarterback at Ole Miss, he's fourth all-time. Eli Manning has the all-time record. Fourth in terms of total touchdowns responsible for. Average yards per play, number one all-time. It has been a... um, it's been a pretty remarkable run for Matt Corral.
3: It has, uh, but it, it, this is just a, the next test. I, honestly, I, I had some people
2: think that I was crazy for this, but I was more impressed with what he did last week than the previous three. Because He I played think, well last week. I think 2020 Matt Corral would have thrown three interceptions last Saturday. He would have let the environment and the game get to his head and taking risks and throwing balls that did not belong where they were and would have thrown them anyway because you got to get your team back and didn't do any of that. When you're that much under pressure and you put out the numbers that he did, that is more impressive than lighting up Tulane 100 times out of 100. There was real growth that you saw in that game. Can that be who you are always? This is a big test for that. I agree on that front. No uh no question. If uh, if you would like to be a part of the show as we near the end on this Friday afternoon it's not too late to jump in on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. We got to make some picks and we are going to do that when we come back. We will give you an outright uh, well we'll give you an underdog pick and a favorite pick. Or if you want to go with two underdogs you can do that, but you got to do at least one underdog one team that is not favored. Hey, Dad has sent me his pick, so we'll get those in. And uh, Borky and I will give you ours as well. That's coming up when we wrap the show up next. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back.
11: At the Bama Breeze,
7: you're one of our own down there. You never drink alone down there. Good God, I feel at home down there
4: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443. For the most part, looking pretty good for the drive home. Just your typical congestion, 20 westbound at the stack out past Gallatin. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent. Please buckle up, drive safe, and have a great weekend. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, voted best credit union by Mississippi Business Journal. Go see them today for your auto and home loan needs, as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking. River Trust Federal Credit
13: Union. That's ClintonBodyShop.com.
10: Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood
7: Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive,
10: 601-790-9407.
6: Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 till 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Jackson,
17: 97.3. Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like
1: sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station.
2: Last time with you on this Friday afternoon on Sports Talk Mississippi. Richard Cross and Michael Borkey, thanks for spending at least part of your Friday afternoon with us. Hope you're getting set for a fantastic weekend. we got to make our picks. Brian Haydad texted us his earlier today. Uh, let's see here. He has... Sorry, wrong text message. Oregon State... Minus four. So he likes Oregon State as a four-point favorite. Who's Oregon State playing? Well, that's kind of going off the radar. I'll find that in a second. i I'll, I'll go And then uh, he's got Arkansas plus six. Actually, plus five and a half. It's got to be the real timeline. So he's got Arkansas plus five and a half and Oregon State minus four in their game. Uh, I'll tell you who that's against in just a second. Borky, what are your picks? All right, I've got, uh, you know, I'll give you a bonus one. I love the heavy favorites this weekend, two at home, one on the road. Uh, I love Georgia, uh, minus the 15. I love Ohio State, minus the 21. I love Alabama, minus the 18. Uh, But I guess I have to pick one, and it's going to be Alabama. Uh, And then Texas, if you're giving me three points with Texas... In a neutral site, Oklahoma's kind of reeling a little bit, haven't been impressive offensively. Texas is looking up. If you're giving me points, I'm going to take it. So favorite, I guess I'll go with Alabama, but any of the three would apply. And then Texas as my underdog. I'm I'm not sure that I really believe in this pick, but I'm going to do it because I think this has got fishy line written all over it. And usually when there's a fishy line, you can go ahead and uh, and mark it down. Rutgers at home plus four and a half against Michigan State. Michigan State is undefeated. They're off to a five and zero oh start. Rutgers is three and two. They're coming off a beatdown uh, at the hands of uh, of Ohio State. I will go with the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, the original choppers of wood. Plus four and a half. And by the way, we're making an adjustment to Haydad's line. They're playing Washington State. So he's got Washington, uh, he's got Oregon State plus three and a half, uh, minus three and a half. Not minus four, minus three and a half. And he has Arkansas plus five and a half. Um, I'm going to ride with Bruce Marshall. I liked what I saw from the Tennessee Vols last week. They ran it. They're playing fast. It's all of a sudden like they've got some confidence in that offense. South Carolina, you know, gritty, scrappy, tough, personnel-wise, not there. I'm going to lay the 10 half and take Tennessee minus half at home against South Carolina. So Tennessee as a favorite and Rutgers in Piscataway, New Jersey, as my underdog. The fight in Greg Shiano's. Chop that wood, baby. Sing us the song. You're the Shiano, ma'am. Yeah, you don't Maybe listen. You don't get it. That. You you don't get it. It's fine. You don't you don't understand cultural references from the the youth of America. Is that a line from The Office? Uh, it's a of my take thing. Oh, okay. There you go. Fair enough. I understand some cultural references. There are more things certainly... than The Office out there, you know. Well, I know that just seems to be kind of y'all's go-to. I'm still waiting for season two of Ted Lasso to stink. By the way, how far have you gotten? Through eight. Oh no, man the uh, the weird episode was weird, where where Coach Beard just wandered around the city. So that must be next, because the last scene was him leaving, him walking out of out of yeah. the stadium after the beat down at Wembley. Yeah. Yeah. Next one's real weird. It's not as good. I'll give people that. It's not as good because it's less like, you know, Southern American coaching a British soccer team doesn't know anything about soccer. It's less about that and more about, like, you know, relationships or whatever that crap is. It is still very good, though. (laughs) Or whatever that crap is. I hear you. I hear you. Season uh, two finale is tonight, isn't it? I think it's already come out if you want to see it. They release it at like 7 a.m. There you go. Thanks for being with us on this Friday. Fun show. Covered a lot of ground. Appreciate uh, Bruce Marshall joining us as he always does. Good to catch up with Trey Schaap from 103.7 The Buzz in Little Rock. Polk's Meat Food Friday was a lot of fun, and we have had fun being with you. Some of you sending us your favorites and underdogs as well. Tim taking Ole Miss as a favorite and FIU as an underdog. And uh, it's all right. Mike liked uh, Bama as a favorite. He said he'd be comfortable laying 30. And Texas is his dog of the week. He thinks the wrong team is favored. Not in Austin, but in Dallas at the State Fair. We will unpack the weekend with you on Monday. We'll begin looking ahead to Ole Miss at Tennessee and Mississippi State against Alabama. That's coming up next week. But between now and then, enjoy your weekend. Whether you're kicking back and relaxing or headed to the ballpark, thanks for being with us. From Michael Borky, I'm Richard Cross. Good night.